now entering a very sacred space. This is the Ascension, the Lift of God universe, the realest podcast in the galaxy. This is a new dimension where time shifts and boundaries end. And with that being said, all views, opinions, and statements uttered on this platform are the sole property of their speaker and do not represent the views of any related outside organization, entity, or party. Every man or woman in this universe speaks for his or herself, as it should be. Enjoy. Action. Now we live, bro. Okay. <laughs> it's FOI time. Finally been waiting for this moment. Uh, two stars of a lie. On, on the man. mic, bro. Come oh, on, man. man. Yes, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's open it up. Yes, sir. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the most merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. The beneficent, the most merciful, and master of the day of judgment in which we now live. Thee alone do we serve, thee alone do we beseech for divine aid. Guide us on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amin. Amin. Yes, sir. It's beautiful. The... uh, what connects us, bro, is that like we know nothing, really nothing about each other, but the work. Come on, hey, that's what's real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because I literally my my frame of reference for you is like you join you join the ranks, you joined fruit, FOI, the nation, and all I knew was like you was you was an African. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, it's getting real now. We got we got it. We got something from the motherland, bro. God, his name's a catchy cool nigga. Like, wow, we bucking up straight like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I knew that, and then other than that, I was like, okay, not only he's African cool, he played football. Right. Um, but then I was like, okay, he's steady working. <laughs> straight like that. Ste- steady working. You join, and you like me, you like figured out like what to do. I was like, you watch this brother, that brother, that brother, and then you put in work, and then that's I know you for that, and you know me for we busy in these streets. One hundred percent. All of the details, particulars about our life, it don't really matter. I mean, eventually we'll get to know each other, but what we care about in each other is the fact that we're committed to the game, bro, right? And I'm glad you said it like that because, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people, I wouldn't even say it's a lot of people. Like, I've noticed, like, after a while growing up, I would just meet people as yeah. if we had already known each other. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of my homies, best friends, or like, people I'm really close with. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, I don't know basic details about you, but yeah. we connect like this. So mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't... I never really thought to double track on it, you know. I just go off the vibe of the person. Like, That's right. Yeah, if we cool and we're kicking it and we meet and we're good, I don't I don't need to verify that information. Like I, I'm in tune with my intuition enough to trust that, you know. For real, bro. Yeah. Because just like you said, it was like you you didn't know my name, how many brothers I had, you Not know, this and that. It was just like, nah, bro, we, we we vibing. Yeah, we vibing, man. And um, yeah. it's funny when you go off of a relationship like that. As time goes on, it'll uncover logic to justify the emotional intuition move you made by connecting with the person. Absolutely. Because, you know, after a while, we realize, okay, we're on the same with our corporate experience. We're on the same with our stealing away, trying to build our own. We're on the same with our focusing on communication through media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you came We both play football. We both play football. Heavy in the football. You feel me? Yeah. And we both weren't dumb in school. Right? Weren't dumb in school, and <laughs> yeah. that's the thing I, I tell people. I'm like, bro, I wasn't on in football on some like, oh, if I don't make it here, I'm gonna be doomed. It was like, nah, I had, I was a nerd. Like, I had straight A's Absolutely. or 
two yeah. Bs and my only B was in PE type deal. You feel me? Like you had a B in PE, bro. Bro, look, in middle school it was bad. <laughs> I don't understand. Were you? Were you like? Here's what, the what here's, was wrong with here's the cold like, part. That shit's bro. embarrassing. Here's the cold part, bro. Like this podcast is over, nigga. Like <laughs> the cold part about the the B and PE, yeah, was. It was based on the mile time. So unless yeah. you ran a seven-minute mile, yeah. or I think you had to run eight and below to get an A. And I was all like, <laughs> bro, we are 12. Like running, that's, that's aggressive, bro. That's a, and But he, I ran a seven-minute mile just for the record, bro. Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the no thing. excuses, nigga. That's like. cool. <laughs> I literally fought to run at 8.30. I think the fastest I ever ran was like 8.30 or 7.32. And I'm like, I didn't realize it back then. Till now, I'm like, bro, th- there's grown people that don't do that. But they graded us like that. So I always had a B because my mile time was in the eight minute to eight thirty range. Bro. So I don't feel sorry for you, dog. And here's the I, thing. I, I I'm I not you probably I shouldn't, but I, I, I was cool with it. I was like, look, on the books and stuff, I'm good. Like I understand. I'm 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 a genius with that. I understand. So um of course breaking up with football is difficult because it's <laughs> yeah. like, bro. That's your first time mastering something. Like, yeah, I that's spent real. ten years doing that. Like, you and I both. It I, was very difficult, bro. I ate, slept, breathed the football. Like yeah. I didn't realize it at a point until I really was just like, "Now nah, I'm eighteen toes into this." Absolutely, you and know? why? Because that's where black men are validated, and exactly. that's where we can feel like a king, right? Because you got to look at it like this on a, on Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah. Um, you're you got survival and then it goes up to tears. Yeah, absolutely. Coming in a, out of condition of the hood where it's like, all right, one, you're starved for attention, you're quite literally starved out of food, absolutely proper love and nutrition. You get all of those in an unhealthy way through football. Yeah. You're raised onto a pedestal. <laughs> yeah. You're a superstar. Yeah. You're getting all this attention. So in terms of like your why, you're getting the money, the status, the power, and survival all from this one thing. You Absolutely. think you hit the jackpot. That's right. And because it's hitting too many things, you naturally fall into a gambler's mode where you're like, I'm willing to risk my life and my health on this because yeah. if this even works out 1% of the way, I at least get attention. Absolutely. <sighs> That's right. You feel me? Yeah, that's like, right. At the end of the day, you're like, I can walk around and people will be like, oh, that's him. He played for he them. Play, he played for you them. Know? He played for this team that he doesn't own. I right? don't own it, but don't we don't care about that because I'm the topic of conversation. Yeah, if I pull right. up to a function, yeah, you know, the other me. means is through gang banging or, you know, something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Outside of gang banging, I'm in that conversation. Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> you feel me? Like, absolutely. Yeah. No. And then like when the world doesn't validate us at all, like that's that's like the one route of validation we get. And then we go, we go hard in that lane and just get tunnel vision. And we go in that lane specifically, ignoring we don't care about that that point point zero 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 four percent possibility of being be able to eke out a living on this career. It doesn't matter because we, we scratching lottery tickets, bro. Scratching and lottery tickets. We scratching, we scratching, and not only are we good at literally scratching lottery tickets, we do that. But then we have that approach with politics. Come on, we have it with football, with right. career choices, with women, with other like we we're not um, a practical, realistic. People, we're not a scientific people that use mathematics to guide their decision. And the thing is, yeah. is like, of course, that's by design, you know. But of course. on the on the side of okay, we we understand that's by design. How yeah. do we change that narrative? Yeah, we have to stop putting our effort into things that don't have that many available seats. A- absolutely, you get me. Yeah, like that's when Nip talked about the music scene, he was like, "Bro, it's not normal for people to go through what I go through and then become a Nip Hustle. Like, absolutely, that's not, like that's yeah. a fluke." Him, schoolboy, and all these people—that's some fluke stuff. Yes, it is. That's not something that you can tell a group of people to get behind. Absolutely. But like the STEM categories, investments, yeah. real estate, owning business, and generating That's your right. own. 
that's something you can push because yeah. there's more seats available. Absolutely. You bro. could create a seat. Yeah, absolutely. And I was talking game with a brother on this side. His name's Tony. But we were talking about the spirit, like, you know, the black man spirit is God. So we know what we're doing. Like, we know, like, we ain't finna just die for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the spirit knows everything, bro. It knows the circumstances. We choose when to leave this body, bro. Right. So you got to think, Nip was a God. Right. He chose when to leave his body. And you got to think about this. It's like, he knew real nip like who the essence of his soul the soul his spirit right he knew that no matter what he did how successful people would make the calculation his people would make the calculation that he got all this from gang banging well, you know what i'm saying i would say it wasn't even that i yeah. think he made the calculation that people understand that you can come up from this culture of yeah. gang banging and transcend it because now people understand him as more than just a game banger, it was all he's nip, he's a brand, absolutely, he's a, a investor, a real estate yeah. mogul. He literally invested in his community and yeah. pulled from it like he took the music and leveraged it into everything else. Because if you think, if you talk to more than one person, people know nip make music, but they'll tell you, like, nah, he had the marathon store, he was preaching, he was talking this, this, and that, so he was more multifaceted. And I think that was his point. And he read Message of the Black Man, he read Message, he of the read black man. message to, to the, black. the Black Man, he was a mentee of that's right. Abdul Malik Saeed Muhammad, yes, sir. Yes, record. sir, that's right. And the thing that's what actually drove me to the nation, too, because <laughs> yeah. it was all like. You know, normally from the hood, everybody trying to convince you, oh, you got to do it by yourself. Teamwork doesn't exist. And, that's right. Yeah. And that's bull crap, bro. You Absolutely. need a team. You need some kind of group economics going on. Facts, man. And of course, it was all like, for me, the only thing I really saw outside of the, well, before the nation was like, I was like, all right, nip a crip. But I was like, yeah. I'm not a gang member. Like, yeah. I'm not just going to join. No. Or I can't just take on that because it comes with other things other than Re what I'm trying to do. Responsibilities and mostly karma because you got to put yeah, work. Yeah, so it's all like, bro, <laughs> yeah, you, that's not- that's, that's not the work that's, you want. Yeah. I don't want that work. That's a bigger demon than what you're signing up for. <laughs> Absolutely. But I was all like, okay, when I was presented with the nation mm -hmm. and I realized Nip knew what was going on with that, I was like, yeah. okay, cool. Let me do it like that. Cause Let's audit that. You presented it because you saw us banging that- <laughs> banging. You saw us at Nip's uh, ceremony, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the story. It's like you saw us and I... Yeah. So it was like, you know, at that time, I'm I'm still trying to figure out everything myself. I'm like yeah. lost. I'm like, well, do I go street? Do I not go street? I'm like, I'm kind of old to be 26. 26. I'm going to say 26. That's that point, bro. I'm all like, yeah. you know, do I go street? Do I not go street? Yeah, I'm man. too old. Then I'm like, but Nip did it. Then I'm like, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what do I do? Like, How yeah, do I absolutely. do it? absolutely. Because at the end of the day, I was like, I always wanted to work with black people, brown, red, yellow, yeah. from the hood. Yeah, That's man. That's my For foundation real. audience. I was like, as long as we're cool, I don't care about nobody Because you from else. the hood, right? Yeah. You grew up in you grew up with 10th Avenue 54th. Yes, sir. Yeah, grew yes, sir. up in the, in the 60s hood. That sounds fun. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, looking back on it, you know, I wouldn't change anything, but yeah. you, you, I don't know. Growing up, you just kind of block out a lot of stuff. I understand. You feel I, me? I understand, unfortunately. So, yeah. it was like... Um, you know, I was just at a crossroads, so when he died, I was, like, devastated, bro. Like, Oh, yeah? Yeah. That hit me harder than a lot of people who've died in my family. You I know understand. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, I met Nip. Like, bro, growing up, I remember when Nip wasn't even who he was now. Yeah, yeah. Like, just a couple bullets ain't got no names. Like, yeah. I run into Nip at freaking uh, Black Diamonds on Crenshaw. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I'm all like, yo, it's Nip. Like, and I never took a picture with him because I was just all like, you know what? I'm going to see him again. Yeah, of course. I always was like, I'm going to see him again. I'm going to see him again. And I, I used to see Nip. Yeah. So 
him not being there, bro, it just like I fucked understand. me up. Yeah. Uh, excuse my French, but seeing the brothers yeah, there, yes, sir. In the situation like that, I was like, for one, you don't come over to the six holes hood and start telling people and give them directions like with no guns. Yeah, like, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> even with guns, like it, yeah, yeah, man. So to see that and like how there was like a calm serenity over the space, yeah. I was like, there's something about this. And then like absolutely, who really officially brought me in was Reza. Oh, brother Reza. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. So. Long story short, I'll tell you the secession. I'm in Colorado. Yeah. I'm like, yo, racism's crazy. I had been playing listening. football, community college of Colorado. Yes. No, I was playing oh. at a D2 in Colorado. Oh, where? Yeah, I oh, got yes, a scholarship sir. out there. Oh, yes, sir. So I had been listening to Tariq Nasheed, and he always spoke highly of the yeah. nation. So yes, I was sir. like, all right, cool. I'm going to rock with him. Yeah, yeah. And then he put me on the Reza like a year or two before I actually met Reza. Uh-huh. Reza Islam. Yes, so sir. All of that lined up, bro. I see Reza over there. I'm like, look, bro, I'm, I'm trying to do more work in the community. Because that's another thing that I didn't like. I didn't feel good being just saying I'm woke, but I don't really have any work to show for it. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to no. sit here having arguments with people yeah, every day on bro. the internet. No, Who's more work? Yeah. And no. I was like, nah, I want to. Woke without work is cap. Cap. It's cap. Woke without cap. work is cap. Facts. Straight like that. Yes, sir. Right? Only reason I'm looking at my phone is because I'm also going live. Just for Oh, me. yes, sir. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah. We, um, we live, bro. Let me um <laughs> actually tag you in this. Yes, sir. But um, yeah, man, it was just mm-hmm. all like, I was like, bro, I don't know like the fact that I have to sit here and argue with people to feel like I'm more woke than them. Like it shouldn't oh, yeah. be like nah, that. Absolutely like, not. Bro. There should the uh-huh. metric should be like, bro, I do this and that's yeah. what I stand on. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And that's what real. I love about our people. Despite what people want to say about the hood, it's all like we're the type of people like, you know, your reputation will speak for you. Absolutely. If you got a good name, it's very verifiable. It's Absolutely. very easy. If you want yeah. BS, it's very verifiable. Yeah, man. And Nip stood on his work. That's right. And Reza, I knew for a fact, stood on work. Stood like, on work. Because I tell people, I'm like, for all the haters that hate on Reza, yeah. he wouldn't be able to go from hood to hood the way he is talking no. and connecting with our people yeah. if he wasn't doing work. That's right, bro. Yeah. Our people are very honest. If you do good by us, we'll do good by you. That's right, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Especially in the hood where it's all like, nah, bro, we're not buying the BS for nothing. Uh-uh, nah. So I was all like, nah, Reza's on to something. So I That's told right. him, I was like, bro, I'm trying to I'm trying to be in this. Like, I, I understand. Wanna, I was like, I'm trying to get down and do some work. Do you remember what n- the day of the week that was? Because I know it I, was, I may have been around that conversation. Nip died on a Sunday, I believe. Okay. And then, so it would have been like Wednesday, Monday. Thursday? It was Monday, Monday. next Because okay. the day after he died is when I pulled up to Ground Zero. Okay, were there flowers at the spot already? Nah, so like yeah. the day he died, everybody was at the marathon store. Okay. The next day it was still like, you know, the hood was there. And yeah. It was pretty much on some like, yo, if you're not from over here, don't be over here. Understood. So I was just there because I was like, you know, I don't want to be nowhere else except where Nip Energy was. Yeah, understood. So, and it's funny because Abdul Malik came out and he spoke yeah. and Reza was. Let's there clear too. Abdul Malik. Abdul Malik is the Western Regional Minister of the Nation of Islam. Yes, sir. So that's Farrakhan's left hand. That's right. And uh Mosque Twenty Seven specifically. Mosque We're both members of Mosque Twenty Seven. So FYI. That's, yeah. that's who Abdul Malik he a is. Big a, deal. Yes, sir. Now he's so, not a he ain't no that's that's Farrakhan's right hand man. He was our right hand man. We love that brother. Love him to death. We serve him. Continue, bro. He was he was speaking, <laughs> and I just remember being gravitated by yeah. what he was saying. Like his voice cut through the air a certain way. Abdul Malik? Abdul Malik. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So then I talked to Reza. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to do work in the community. Yes, sir. And I literally hounded Reza. You could word is bond all lie. You call yeah, Reza right yeah, now, yeah. he'll tell you, like, nah, he kept reaching out. That's how I knew he was Hell sincere. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, of course I was all like, well, I don't want to be in it. I just kind of want to, you know, help out the community. That's all I really wanted to do. Yeah. 
it wasn't until I seen exactly like what we meant to our people and that we actually do help our people that yeah. I was like, oh, if this all the Muslims do, then I'm cool. Yeah, bro. You yeah. feel me? No, we're like this. We're we're the last line of defense for black people in America, bro. Like, no, and black people know that. That's why they'll never they'll make fun of us, whatever. But like, they'll never be like. But here's the thing: they'll never sleep on us. It's for not real. even like yeah. There's just this large proportion of people making fun of us, like because when nah. we when we went to the Nickersons, bro, like my, I almost cried. Like, yeah, yeah. People honking the horn, like man. We Nickerson's Garden. That's the projects in LA. And that was the first time I've been to the bro, Nickerson's. Ain't no joke. Let me just nah. explain something. Yeah, bro, Whether you nah. gangbang or not, yeah. <laughs> whatever side of the hood you grew up on, you kind of adopt the rules of that side. Like, Absolutely. If if because the thing is, even if you for, let's say you live in Inglewood, yeah, yeah, but you go to a party over in a different side of town, yeah. If somebody press you, you say don't bang, and then they ask you well, where you stay at, you automatically <laughs> are from families because you live in Inglewood. <laughs> So it's all like you're naturally gonna be like, I'm gonna kind of watch it where I'm going. I understand. But granted, as a youth, we still partied wherever. Understood. Like, I partied everywhere on understood. the west side. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. Like, yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah. But you don't really care about your life that much. You're just like, bro, the turn up, women, I'm in here. I understand. So, you know, the Nickersons for sure, that's the other side of 110. I was like, bro, I'm not even, don't, no, sir. Right. <laughs> just turn this cab around. I understand. I didn't even go past Manchester and. Vermont, to be honest, understood. Only, only did it to wow. hop on a one ten. Okay, understood. It's like that, yeah. but like being over there in the Nickersons and really connecting with the people and yeah. just like vibing out. I was after like, you, after you joined in and got your I okay, joined, yes, sir. I was like, no, nah, yeah. this is where I need to be at. Absolutely, we actually are with our people because yeah. I never wanted to be that type of person that was I elevated and now I'm part of the bourgeoisie I, class. We, yeah, we're, we're the we're the antithesis to bourgeoisie yeah, Negroes, bro, exactly. and that's and that's why I love it so much because I've never, you know, my parents. Yeah, I would say we was bougie niggas more or less, bro. Like. But not really active. Just like you know, we have middle upper middle class. So right. Like niggas got money and they want to stay like that, and they don't, they are not going to do anything to compromise that status. Exactly. That's it. I'm not. You know, I may I love black people, but I'm not going to do anything to compromise this all this this status that I've got to be in closer proximity to white people, even though they don't fuck with me at all. And I never yeah. wanted to be in that box, bro. Because yeah, I was just yeah, all like, it's fake, man. I was like, it's fake for it's one. Fake, but bro. then it was just all like, how could you not love your people? Like, exactly. Granted, I understand. Exactly. I'm not, you know, diaspora black. And I yeah. understand, you know, <laughs> Africans were racist towards our people here. Like, that's a real thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah, I would yeah. be foolish to say it's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. And I understand that living and growing up in the black experience in America. As racist as a black person could be. Against exactly. Yeah, so you know, yeah, just yeah. confused. Niggas hate. The sickness yeah. is worldwide. Sickness, yeah. You, but growing up sick. here and understanding like, okay, we're, we're catching hell here. And, you know, the last thing we need is this disunity. And then Absolutely. just seeing what we're going through over here and learning about our, our diaspora family's plight here. Yeah. I was... It, 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 I understood, like, you know what, fuck, I, I, my people, we have a hand to play in this, what's wrong, yeah, yeah. but, you know, we can also fix it, and to yeah. fix it, I'll just be that bridge, you feel That's me? It. That's it. Like, I always tell people, I'm like, bro, you know what, I, I can't speak for everybody, there's, there's, excuse me, fuck niggas on both sides of the, tr- of the thing, but let's focus on the ones that's trying to bridge this together, because at the end of the day... We from the same house. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we are. I will never say we went through anything as, you know, uh, Nigerians or continent people close to what chattel slavery was. Yeah. I will never do that. Even yeah. on the reparations, it's like, bro, diaspora should get reparations, not us. Absolutely. Because yeah. y'all built the country we had to come over here on. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So, um, damn, I kind of lost my point. Yeah. I, I never wanted to be disconnected yeah. again like that because I was like, it's already so much they're trying to keep us away. Yeah. Why would I want to lose that? And then just being with my people, bro, I tell people, like, I have fun in the hood. Like, growing yeah. up was fun. Like, yeah. 
I love the hood, man. Yeah, like, for real. Granted, yeah, it's dangerous and all that shit, but I was like, bro, I love it. Like, <laughs> you could die. You could die, but, but it's all like, <laughs> and here's the cold part. Yeah. You're not safer in white neighborhoods. No. I don't know where that. That's real. And the thing is, it's all like, I've gone to white schools. Like, yeah. I didn't like the fact that I was like, okay, bro, you can only understand me in this capacity, or you only Absolutely. want me when I'm. Uh, the black person that fits your entertainment needs or yeah. makes you doesn't make you feel inferior. That's right. But like, bro, when I went to school in the hood, just around my people, it felt like I could exhale. A word. Like, yeah. I don't know what that's like. I went. I went to school exclusively all through elementary to college, white. And see, as fuck. I had a good balance, and yeah. uh, you know, I thank a lot for that because I went to school in the yeah. hood and this Mesa. That's like literally in the VNG's hood. VNG's. Yeah. So it's like. That's another thing. These gang maps. Yeah, man, you good. Stacked. You good, bro. Like you know, you're nasty with your, your like, knowledge. Yeah, a little bit. I'm learning still. I'm still learning. <laughs> so it's like six O's is here, but the VNGs is like down the street. So like they damn near border and they mad beefing. But Bloods, I don't know this. The Crips, uh, Bloods and Crips. Okay, but yes, sir. I don't know this as a kid. I'm sorry. I just need to get from school to home. I understand. <laughs> you know what I'm I understand. So, but that was the hood experience. I, I grew up mostly with you know our black people and our brown family. But then middle school, I went to a primarily white school. In Brentwood, part of your middle oh, school. <laughs> but the thing was, is yeah. like at these white schools, they still bust in a lot of inner city kids. Yeah. So I was still able to retain like some blackness because I was like, there's a black community. In I understand. Here. But yeah. even still, because I'm balancing my time between, okay, I'm learning how to interact with white people for the first time. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. This is cool. Then I go to, uh, from there, I go back to Crenshaw. Yeah. And at Crenshaw, I'm just all like, man, I kind of like not having to worry about what white people think like this. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, like, yeah. It's freeing to know if I hear the word nigga, I don't have to say, man, Billy, what the fuck's going on, bro? Like, hey, yeah, man, don't yeah, say that. Yeah. I don't got to check them. I'm like, nah, nah I know that came from. Not that, once again, Farrakhan officially said we shouldn't use the word. I know that. Did we, he officially say that? Did he officially say that, bro? Thing, Did he go on record as saying, don't say nigga, bro? I, I like, would say this. I don't think that's true. I would say this. There is a clip. There is a clip where they ask him, I think, on the Donahue show where he's all like, who should say it or none of that. Or it's not Donahue, it's something. But he was just all like, it's I foolish. We I, shouldn't. Love, I love Donahue, bro. That, that. Oh, man. He basically, that's, that's white people at their finest, yeah. bro. I love how they talk. But it was all like, he basically just said the whole thing of who could say. He said, no, one should say it because it's a vile word. Now, of Understood. course, we're human. Understood. It happens. It's yeah. ingrained. I'm trying to use it less. I'll just I, say that. I understand. That. I understand. But yeah, man, like just being around my people, I was like, bro, this is fun. I care more about what my, my name in the hood is like absolutely versus what it's like in absolutely, Hollywood, bro. Yeah, because at the end of the day, bro, when you you want juice in your hometown, yeah, like okay, you live in LA, but you popping in Arkansas. I don't give a fuck about Arkansas yeah. right now, for real. I care about being able to walk to the the people I grew up with and then yeah, be man. like, yo, I seen you. Yeah. That means more to me because I consider them closer to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then on a deeper level, it's all like if I ever when I come to do work for the community, it's all like, well, we know you. You have a rapport with us. Yeah, yeah. That rapport means more to me than white people liking me in Hollywood. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I used to want to be a household name till I learned like yeah. it, who, if you are made a household name by white America and Hollywood, that comes with strings. Absolutely. You got golden handcuffs. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck that. I just want to be good in the hood. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And you can be, and you could be successful and rich being true to yourself and to the hood, bro. And, and that's, 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 that's a beautiful about part. Nip. That's, that's what I liked about Nip. He showed us that. He showed the and blueprint. he lived it. He showed the blueprints. Like, nah, you could be yourself. You could be You could be true to your set, bro, and still ha- get money. And the thing it's was, beautiful. I was all like, bro, what, what really took it to me with Nip was all like, he really was in business 
meetings, like yeah. neighborhood. This is Nipsey Hustle. Let's yeah. talk real estate. Yeah. yeah. Neighborhood. This is Nipsey Hustle. Let's talk about acquisition of this no. business venture. Absolutely. He didn't have to say I'm wearing a suit or a tie. It was like, nah, I got an S on my face because yeah. I'm from 60 Crip. Yeah. Let's do business. And you got to respect it. That's right. That's what I liked. Because he knew what he was talking about. But because, not even that he knew yeah. what he was talking about. Yeah. He wasn't bound to the opinions of our oppressors. He didn't Absolutely. make his money dependent. He didn't turn his back on where he came from. Absolutely. He was true to like our people Absolutely. and his environment. Absolutely. And we pushed him through. Absolutely. So I said, that's what I want to be like. Yeah. You and I both. Because here's the thing, bro. <laughs> like, for example... Yeah. How many black celebs we know that was on top of the world, and then when your nigga wake-up call comes and Hollywood chews you up and spits you out, you talk shit about the hood and black yeah, people for right. so long, who you going to come back to? Who you going to come back to, bro? Who you going to come back to? But versus, oh, I only cared about what my people thought. Yeah. Yeah, if Hollywood likes me, cool, I'm not tripping. And when they don't like me, I'm not tripping because my yeah. base never changed. That's right. You That's know? right. So that just, the, the takeaway from that is like, always be true to yourself. Bro. Always. Where you came from. Always. Bro. Yeah, and love your people. Accept your own and, and be yourself, bro. Man. Like, let's, and that's what it comes down to. Like, that is, that is the guiding rule book for not just a black people in America, for everybody. Accept your own and be yourself, which is the ultimate bar from the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. 100%. Right? So that's what it comes down to. And that's yeah. really what tipped me over when I found out that Nip was studying the teachings of the messenger. Oh, yes, sir. Like, oh, message to the black man. Yeah. He was employing the economic blueprint. I was yes, just all like, oh, well, yeah. if Nip yeah. was here, I would just follow suit. Yeah, just do do as, you know, you already saw him as the, 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 as the light. So right. do as he, do, do as he does right. period and so talk to Risa when did you re actually read Message of the Black Man let's go through the process for both Man. of us like how like you know how we got to this point right because yeah. let's get it twisted to everyone who's watching who's listening to this is like we are both FOI and yeah. we are here right now because of the training of the Nation of Islam so don't get it twisted like anything I, you have heard about that organization throw that cap the fuck out and the thing At is now. If wanna, there's, we got different <laughs> brothers that'll debate you and you yeah. can go look up nah. we're not doing that tonight nah, hell no we yeah. don't need to yeah. but for sure yeah. like my history with the Nation started in 2015 Okay, yes, sir. Because what the thing about racism I didn't understand, I was under the impression that California was safe <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the world kind of wasn't that bad. Yeah. I got to Colorado. Yeah. And the air of racism is different. <laughs> yes, sir. I was like, if it's like this here, I can only imagine what the South is like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talk to your boy. Yeah, man. So, like, in 2015, I get there and I'm all like, bro, white people look at you like, nigger why are you here they might yeah. not say it because they're yeah. like all right you, you kind of look like you might swing back but that's how they're looking at you yeah yeah in california white people are like hey, they'll smile yeah, they're pleasant yeah. yeah so you take that pleasantry as they like you they like oh, but yeah. they have 911 on speed down they've been calling <laughs> the whole time absolutely so absolutely you know i got to a point where i was just all like this different naiveties that i had built up based on california kind of came crashing down and i was like I oh no this is just as simple as People are racist. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just all like, who out here is really like... And you're black, bro. You're, you're, you're a black I'm man. big and black. <laughs> yes, like, sir. It got to a point where I stopped trying to conceal the fact that I was intimidating. I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to roll with... I'm going to terrify you. <laughs> 
that's how this is gonna go. Hell yeah, you know? bro. That's right. Like, what the fuck else you gonna do? You got yeah. It's like because I, I spent years trying to be the non-threatening, lovable giant. It's yeah. all like, bro, that's pacification. You yeah, basically man. wrapping the noose around your neck. Exactly. And they still gonna hate you. And they anyway. still gonna hate you, bro. Yeah. So I always thought like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna be really him. Yeah. So then it got to a point where I was like, I'm kind of running in circles, not knowing what to study, who do I, I go off of. I understand. And then you know, I find Tariq Nasheed and like you know, Tariq speak his piece, he make his own money. Yeah. I was like, I respect this dude. That's right. Then I was like, I need a little bit more context. Yeah. And he said the nation. And I went there and I heard Farcon for the first time on the <laughs> Donahue show. <laughs> Just imagine I'm on my bed watching this shit. I got a white landlord, bro. He upstairs and I'm blasting this shit. I'm all like, let's go. Let's go. I was like, this Farcon dude is real. <laughs> Because the thing that killed me about racist topics, bro, is like, yeah. for one, I don't play the educator role anymore. Like, nah. We all know what it is. That's just a kind of game. Yeah. He was having that conversation, bro, in the 80s. And I had just had that argument with somebody yeah, two hours ago. I was like, so this is just recycling. We wasting air. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. when he deaded it and I heard like the proper answers to things and the history and stuff, I was yeah. like, well, what's next? Yeah. And he actually had like a what's next, like how to better yourself and how to escape this mentality of being, you know, victimhood, victimhood, victimhood. and how to be a God and yeah. like all this stuff doing, even the Malcolm X stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, they talking about how to move like a man. I like this. That's right, bro. That's I'm, what it is. It's I'm, just, it's, it's responsibility. That's literally all we preach is like, take responsibility for your shit, period. That's it. That's it. That's as simple as that. You can blame. You can point fingers. At the end of the day, it all comes down to you activating the God in you to get done what needs to get done. Period. And the thing was, is like, you know, yeah, I'm born and raised in a Nigerian house, so it's like the values and concepts weren't too far different from how I was raised. Yeah. And I had my father in my life, so both your parents are Nigerian, right? Yeah. Ebo, right? Ebo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it was like I had both parents in my life. I knew who my father was. I was all like, these concepts line up with who I am as a man. Absolutely. How to be unwavering. And Farrakhan was like a real good. my, my dad was a great example. Like, yeah, you judge a fruit by its uh, tree, a fruit by its, you know, tree, a tree by its fruit, a tree by its fruit. So it's all like, you know, my dad raised me. That's I, I got to give credit to my pop. Absolutely. But Farrakhan, you know, definitely came in. He my, having a good father allows you to recognize other male role models. That's that are good. That's good. That man, and look, look at us both here. We both had fathers, like fathers that worked their asses off. Now, yeah, gave us gave us guidance. Not perfect, obviously, but no. They, but even they, still, they, they give got you the framework. The framework. I can't imagine not having. Like only thing I remember my dad doing was working. Come bro. on, bro. That's it. That's it. Working and like he didn't, you know, he came in and like made sure we didn't like clap back to mommy and like you know put hands on us if we if he had to. If he, he had felt, to. If he had it's to. The law of the land. It's the law of the land. If he had to. But at the end of the day, like I remember both of my parents, like niggas worked, bro. Right. And that's all. And that's what we do. Right, that's what we do. That's what we do right now. That's literally all we do is work. We both work today. Now we work some more, and like we're gonna wake up and work more tomorrow, bro. Straight up. <laughs> but back to your point about your father, he gave you that framework to understand what a real man is. And you exactly. see, you see, your, we see my father, we see your father, and then we see Farrakhan. We like, oh, that's that's a spiritual father. Because the thing okay. is, is when what you do have, you have to say, sir? By you all feel means, me. Yeah. When you have a good, healthy relationship with male authority, you're able to recognize Ooh. it in yeah. other ways to accept it. Because at the end that's of the right. day, I think my coach pointed out to me is all like, all your days on earth, you're gonna have to mind somebody. <sighs> Absolutely. And I was just all like, damn, what you mean? He was all like, you still going to have to pay taxes so the IRS is your boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, If you work a job, you got a boss. If you married, you got a wife. You know, you yeah. still got God. It was just all Absolutely. like, you're never going to get to a point where you're the highest. And I was just That's like, right. that's very humbling. That's right. So it's like, okay, well, that means I should always be learning. That's what I took Absolutely. it Absolutely. But yeah, man, and, and I just want to definitely preface, all my success now 
and everything that's went well in my life really took off once I joined the nation. Absolutely. Like, I yeah. never wanted people to think like, oh, it was like, nah, bro, when I joined the nation, nah. everything kicked up. That's right. Everything in life kicked up. Kicked everything. Up. Understanding, even just the speed of thought. It's like we went from Windows 95 to Mac OS X. 100%. Right? That's what it felt like. And you're going to tell me that that's cap, that's fake. It ain't fake. Yeah, you just afraid to, you afraid to get on my level. And, that, and <laughs> that's I'm not the- mad at you for it. Because at this level becomes high levels of responsibility because you're not going to get, there is no power without responsibility and control. And that's what the restrictive law is like. Yeah, because we made this choice to join the nation of Islam, we are not allowed to do certain things because you cannot have the you can't exert that control mm. with this amount of power. So yeah, we don't drink, we don't sleep out, we don't sleep outside of marriage. We do not do drugs. We don't sell drugs. We are holy and righteous people within the param- that live within the parameters of Islamic law. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just what we do. But it's required to access that next level of spiritual power it's and not, discipline. It's not even spiritual power, yeah. blessings and everything else. Because it's like no matter what self-help or anything you do, whoever you're imaging as like as far as an idol or whatever yeah. you're attracted to the discipline that they went through to get to where they're going absolutely and man. once i learned like oh I had, exactly like you said i needed discipline the foi was was perfect bro it's perfect it's all like i'm, I'm with men being yeah. men teaching me how to be a better man that's right and and everything else that's right so like just being around men in a positive way it made me feel better about standing on my toes about right. not fitting in in certain aspects that's like, right i felt good being like i, I never drank or smoked anyways yeah I didn't really. Really? You yeah. You weren't a drinker, spot? Nah. Like you did it sometimes or never did it? Never. Really? Never. You never drink? Nah. You never been drunk? No. Wow. That's crazy, bro. So here's the thing. And yeah. it's all like, um, anybody who knows me knows like, bro, he'll just keep telling you he does not drink. Wow. He does not smoke. Why? So I, uh, to, to be you honest. Pa- you partied. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I partied my ass off. What man. did you do? <laughs> I was turning up. Like th- My thing was this, bro. We come to a party to have fun, d- you know, dance if we're going to dance, talk to girls, and go home and have a good time. I understand. I didn't get the part about let's get so drunk and high that we don't remember it. And then <laughs> yeah, that, so that's one aspect to it. I understand. It was never like a holy reason. Two, yeah. I never liked the concept of not being in full control of my mental. I understand. Like, I like cartoons and heroes, and anytime I watched the hero, like, took some substance or somebody got him off his game, he was weaker. Like, so the warrior was always weaker when he couldn't control his mental. Yeah. Then three, one of the biggest ones, I was like, bro, I'm black in America. It's 50-50 walking out the house. Adding liquor and and drugs, I'm rolling with a 90% chance I'm going to get fucked over. That's right. Yeah. It was more so the headache. I was like, bro. I don't want to deal with the hangover. That's yeah. annoying. Two, alcohol tastes nasty. It like, doesn't taste good, bro. I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> I like sugar, damn it. I was like, this don't taste like juice. Were you always big? You always been big. No, nah, I was always skinny. When when did you start getting big? Let me come back to that. Okay, understand. Continue, continue. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so the, and the thing is, bro, we grew up broke. So I'm all yeah. like, thirdly, where are y'all getting the money to afford these vices? Good I'm question. Like, we already scraping together for food. You telling me I'm going to scrape up any extra money to put on weed 
and the weed's gonna make me twice as hungry as I normally am, <laughs> and we already have twice as less food as normal. Absolutely. I was like, the math ain't here, bro. It's not. Then it's the liquor. Not. I was like, bro, juice tastes better. I'd rather deal with diabetes and sugar because I would burn that off. <laughs> but liver damage through the liquor. I was like, no, nah, this is it's painful, and I got the headache. It was a bad trade off. Yeah, man. Dude, but these are all mathematical calculations. And not bro. to judge I'm anybody impressed. that do no, it. I just not. said that shit wasn't for me. I understand. I understand. But very mathematical calculations. Well, like, this is high school. You're making these in high school, bro. No, I was That's a impressive. kid. That's impressive. Bro. I was a kid, bro. Because, bro, That's impressive. to be honest, like, people really started gangbanging apparently, like, sixth grade and up. You know what I'm saying? Is that what Yeah, but not even that. People know they're going to be from the Seton Elementary School. You know what I'm okay, saying? Understand. Like, right. you know what you're about to get into. <laughs> but, yeah, in middle school, you know, everybody's trying to be older. So drinking is what alcohol, I mean, adults do. Yeah. Smoking is what yeah, adults do. Yeah. That's cool to be older. Yes, sir. I was like, look, man, I'm, I'm cool on that shit. Y'all could do it. That's just not for me. I understand. I always been me. That's you, bro. Like, and is that that's not is that not even your parents? That sounds like it was you. And I, I get it from my dad. I'll take oh, that okay. because Understood. it's all like, okay, even in high school, bro. Like, there's this point where you know May comes and everybody realizes we're going to graduate in June, so everybody wants to be buddy buddy. Yeah, I've had the same friends all high school. Yeah, and if I was cool with you at any point in time, I'm still cool with you now because I didn't change as a person. Yeah, I never was just cool with somebody just for the hell of it. Yeah, so I didn't sign people's yearbooks. I understand. Not because I was like, oh, I'm him. Was or something. so cheesy, bro. Yeah, I was so I like, hated. That. I was like, bro, this is so fake. It's like fake. We gonna make contrived memories based on so the much. fact that. Somebody yeah. told us to sign these. Yeah, I'm going to look at this in 50 years and say, yeah. I don't remember who, who this is. is. This nigga? Yeah. In like middle school, when we signed t-shirts and stuff, I remember those signatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those That's why I had meaning. But like have all these people who kind of just kind of liked me but didn't know me. I was like, bro, I don't need nah, that. bro. Nah. And my close friends, I told them like, bro, I'm not signing your yearbook. They're like, why not? I was like, nigga, I'll see you tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I'm going to know you for life. That's like, real. Nah. We're yeah. actually friends. It's yeah. not like... My personality is going to hit a twist and I'm going to change at 30 after. That's foolishness. Yeah. I've always been me. Yeah, I I understand. And I think... That's what unites us. We're, we're real niggas, bro. Like I've always been. I was. I was you, just in a white environment. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm not really. I guess I'll be nice to you guys because I have no other. There's no outlet because everyone's white around me. But I'm still gonna be me, bro. Right. And it, at first it was uncomfortable because like you, it's that urge to want to fit in, the right. urge to want to drink, the right. urge to want to smoke, the urge to want to do all the dumb hood rat shit that you do when you're 16, 17, right? So in order, but in order to not even do it less, but maintain the sense of who you are. That is what makes you and I. And then that's why we're both in the, in the same work. We join the nation because we see reality for what it is. We see a man like the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan putting in work to right. resurrect his people from spiritual death, to get us to raise us to a level of responsibility so we can take command of our destiny. And we see the man. We see how he speaks. We, we see that he speaks truthfully and powerfully. And I'll add this. Yeah. It wasn't just that he was talking. It was yeah. he was doing the work and he was living a lifestyle that made sense of what he was talking about. He wasn't Absolutely. just preaching to you and then he's living broke. It's like, nah, he <laughs> he, he he made his own money. He, he's, he's got the economic portions. It's not That's just right. straight spiritual. Nah. But yeah, for sure, man. Like, um, It's just been um, a journey as far as getting to this point with social media. Yeah. Because at first when I hopped on, bro, I really wasn't a skits dude. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'll tell people, I always say this, like, we grew up, we were born before the internet. Yeah, Absolutely. There was a part growing up through high school where it was like, yo, you're weird if you're always on the internet. Yeah. Like, it was a cultural taboo. Yeah. So as things transitioned to where that became norm, I was still fighting it. 
I yeah, was like, yeah. nah, that's weird. I'm going to yeah. be one of the people, I sound like an old head, I'm going to be one of the people that think the internet's weird and I'm going to just say I'm cooler because I'm condemning it. Yeah. But then it just got so real to where the internet embedded itself in the society and yeah. people were starting to make opportunities yeah. that I was like, all right, I'm just shooting myself in the foot right now because yeah. I have talent. And to me, I'm like, shit, I got more talent than him. Absolutely. And if he's on TV, I can get there too. That's right. So 2015 is when I officially started making skits. Oh, word. Oh. That's when I can officially say, like, I literally committed. I had an Android and I was bullshitting. Yeah, yeah. And I bought a, uh, a iPhone and actually started like making skits. Oh, bro. So you, okay, it's been four, six, six years running, bro. But, okay. See, yeah. I didn't know all that. I thought this was just like last, like two years ago. Bro, watch this. Okay, I understood. I was half-assing it. I understand because I was still like in football. But the thing was, I was coming to the reality of my football career. I was like, bro, yeah. this might not be what I think is going to be. Yeah. And then I started thinking, like, how much of my talents did I neglect to pursue this sport? Yeah. And I just started thinking, I was like, bro, I could have been popping on social media. Like, yeah. I was going viral on Twitter like every other day. Yeah. My tweet, you know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, if I would have committed to, you know? So I kind of dropped it, picked it back up a little bit again yeah. in 2017. Dropped it again. Yeah. Then picked it up a little bit in 2018. Uh-huh. Dropped him again. I understand. Yeah. Because like I had one really good skit that kind of went cool. Yeah. Uh, it was talking about the gang hats in LA. <laughs> and I was like, but my problem was I was waiting on, I was gambling. I was like, I well, understand. that's going to be the one to take me there. Uh-huh. I'm going to just wait till this blows up. Yes, sir. So I didn't make yep. shit else. I, 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 understand. <laughs> I understand. And that was a folly. I understand. So yeah. here's what's funny about December. <laughs> Of 2017? Of 2020. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's when it... Okay, yeah. Yeah. I understand. So right before that, 2019, I had made a TikTok in the fall. Uh-huh. And I was just all like, for me to really get better at skits, I have to keep practicing. I know. Because I would make a skit on Instagram, and then like the next one would kind of be... And I didn't like that people were watching me on a microscope, seeing if my next one was my best one. Oh, absolutely. And even if they weren't, that's what I was telling myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I need some space to where I can kind of grow and figure out my lane. Yes, sir. So I got on TikTok and I didn't tell a soul. I understand. I was like, I'm going to just be on TikTok. Yeah. I'm going to just do this. And if some shit pops, cool, we'll double back. Yeah. But in like two months, I had 10,000 followers on TikTok. Damn. And I was all like, <laughs> but I didn't respect it because yeah. I also have a, I'm my biggest critic. I was yeah. like, this don't count. TikTok, nobody's on this. So I understand. This might just be fake. Yeah. So the likes, when it, I would have like 300,000 likes on TikTok. And I'm wow. Like, That's nothing because it's not Instagram. I understand. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stopped messing with that for a little bit. I understand. Then I got bored a little bit, top of 2020, kept making them, fell off. And then um, December 2020, Yeah. I said, nah, fuck this. I need to just take this seriously and just do this. Because TikTok started really getting popular as the pandemic went on. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I got 10,000 followers. Work with that. Yeah. Bro, literally... After I had that, the next day, I drop Undercover Cop. I wake up. That shit is at 600,000 views. Wow. Oh, what the fuck? What? Uh, under, I remember that one. Yeah, Undercover Cop. I remember that one. Yeah. And in funny. my head, I was just all like, yeah. bro, I, that was an afterthought. Like, if, do you want to know how I filmed that? Yeah. I'm literally, I made four <laughs> videos before that where I tried. I was like, these got to be funny. Yeah, yeah. I literally was all like, huh, what about an Undercover Cop? They're kind of stupid. I was like, all right, just film this. <laughs> hey, boom. 10 seconds. Put it down. I literally turn my phone around. I pick this up. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And from there, it literally right. was nonstop, bro. That's right. Like, and at that point. I, and it I, still is. This is, yeah. Because now you understand. It's like, don't stop. Exactly. Don't stop. I was all like, don't stop. This is your last chance. Yeah. Bro. Run with the momentum. That's right. So I kept putting it out, putting it out, putting it out. And then when I figured out, like, because, you know, I had to cure my own doubts. Like, yo, am I consistent? Can I do this? 
And I kept putting it out. People were liking. I was like, shit, I might have some. But I just wasn't expecting the growth to be what it was. Yeah. Because I had gone from ten to like thirty thousand yeah. in like a week. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. some. And I was all like, maybe in like a year or two, I'll hit a hundred thousand. Yeah, man. Literally, bro, by the from December to January, I hit a yeah. hundred thousand followers. Yes, I was sir. like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Yeah, man. Nah. It it nah. blew me away. It blew, yeah. But then I was all like, also, I'm afraid that I'm I'm boxing myself in. I understand. Because literally, people just knew me as the undercover cop West Side guy. That's all they wanted. Yeah, yeah. So then I do the LA thing on Christmas <laughs> with the ghost filter. <laughs> yeah. And I literally woke up one day. That, 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 yeah, that's that. Yeah, I remember that one. That, that shift. And it's like, oh, this. I was like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, bro. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So it was all like, you know, I look at the ghost filter. I'm all like, hold on. Because people were using it for dancing. I was like, bro, I see what this could be used yeah, for. Yeah. I do it. That shit took off on. To on be a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> that shit took yeah. off on TikTok. Yeah. And that shit took off on Instagram. And yeah. that's what I used to blow up my Instagram. Exactly. A lot of people thought like my TikTok spilled over to my Instagram. Yeah. There's probably 10 people from TikTok follow me on Instagram. That's right. Instagram is a whole separate audience. Yes, it is. That's mainly like my LA folks and people I grew up with. That's right. And what I realized was I can't put everything, or I can, but I don't put everything on that I make on TikTok on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's just not the same audience. I understand. Just like I can't put all the stuff I put on Instagram on Facebook. Yeah. It's a different audience. Yeah. And it's not so much that, oh, I'm, I'm not funny. It's just like, bro, you can't show a, a, a comedy thriller to old people. <laughs> That's true. They probably just want a romance novel. Yeah. Or I'm not going to send an explicit movie to family people. You That's feel right. me? It's, yeah, yeah. It's a dismatched demographic. That's right. So then I started I started learning pieces about that. But yeah, LA stuff, I literally, that's what built the rest of my TikTok that's for right. a minute yeah. and my Instagram. Because like, yeah. I was like, okay, both of y'all are liking this. That's right. Then it got to a point where I was like, I got to figure out a way to, you know, duck off and get out of these boxes of series. That's right. Yeah. And lo and behold, Black at Work was born. Yeah, I was yes, all like, yeah, I've man. been black. That's right. I've been at work. And the key behind that is it's relatable. It's not an L.A. gangbanging hood thing. That's like, oh, I know what it, I work. I'm black. Oh, that's that bullshit. Come on, that's that man. Bullshit. Come on, man. And that's that was, and that's what that's what really is. Just it's relatable, bro. Relatable. And anything that is relatable, people will turn their eyes to it and be like, I'm watching that. I get him. He's just like me. He's just like me, right? So that is, you figured out the formula. It's just like find, you know, find target. Find what specific demographics like, hit that up, and then be relatable to as many people. Be relatable. Well, on yeah. a different level, because remember, my main thing is I just want to be good with black people in the hood. Black, Facts. brown, yellow, or red. Like, yeah. As long as I'm good in the hood and I'm good with black people, I don't care about shit else. Straight. And if we look at this, understandably, black people create the cultures that shape the world. Absolutely. Like, hip-hop... Come on, bro. That influences yeah. every nook and cranny on the planet. Absolutely. So I was like, the day I try to make white people laugh, I'm going to lose. But I understand. Because it, how it goes is like we created rap. We created uh, breakdancing and all this stuff. That's right. And it was just our little thing. The world came over and said, what is funny to y'all? That's right. Or what's popping to y'all? So I that's was right. like, if I keep doing it for us, everybody yeah. going to tune in. That's right. And that's what happened. That's right. And just like you said, because I was all like, you know, the LA niche thing. I always tell people, because a lot of people ask me stuff like, oh, why don't you do this part of LA or this gang or this? I'm like, bro, that's gangbanging is still a serious thing. You can't play with people's lives like that. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. I only talk about my exact, like my perceived reality as I grew up in LA. Yeah. That's why it comes off that's as authentic. Real. Yeah. 
that's key. You don't it's feel authentic. like it's a reach. No, 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 no. And you're not you're not mocking anyone. That's, just, not, that's what it is. That's like, what this, it is. This is what it is, I'm like, man. bro, I've been at functions and watched some. Like, literally, he got smoked right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been at parties and I left and somebody told me, bro, got shot through a window. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. Or we didn't get into that party, but it went up. Or I understand. I, because I knew some homies that bang, I was able to get out of there. You know, all kinds of stuff. I understand. But, you know, I make the scenarios based on what I've heard. And, yeah. like, you know, of course, unfortunately, casualties. Yeah. But I never, I'm not so thirsty for attention that I'm, like, going to start talking about a different side of LA I'm not from. Yeah, yeah. Because it's very easy to tell if you know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, bro. And like you, I, I learned from you because I'm when you when your your skits are about your experience. I'm exactly. like that, I didn't have that experience. Exactly. So I'm like, damn, that's what it was like to be around gang banging ass niggas, bro. Wow. And the thing <laughs> that is, sucks. is like you know most people do it as though they're the gang banger. I'm like, bro, yeah. I'm a square. So this is what it was like not being a gang member. Like I'm sitting here like, damn, I, yeah, this yeah, is man. a different story. Yeah, and that's why it's relatable because it's like, yeah. bro, not everybody was a gang member. Like, yeah, we all went through that but to wrap that point up if you start reaching for attention you start making a mockery of the reality that people live facts like bro, bro you, you think you want attention so bad that you're about to make fun of this situation i was born into that's like right. that's not okay that's not cool my life's not a, my pain isn't a joke to you oh absolutely thank you and that's why that's and that's the thing with la i was like i've only experienced so much yeah as a square that i can only go so far with it before absolutely. it's like i tap this well yeah but if i come at it from I literally market me as a person and all my experiences, and I'm free to do skits depending on how I feel. Yeah, then I can always touch on LA stuff, and it'll it'll just rip through. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. But I didn't want to be in that box. Yeah, because another thing is, um, wait, which, which specific box this time? The specific box of so the LA box, L- LA box. Because here's the thing: if yeah. you can make LA content that's funny, you'll boom overnight. Understood. You will always win. if you can make. If you're from LA and you can make LA specific content, you will boom overnight. Yeah, it's man. Just 100%. We're, yeah. We know who we are on the West Coast. We yes, know LA is a yeah. factor, a powerhouse. It's just what it is. Yeah. But at the same time, if that's all you can do, that's what you're going to be known for. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I was just all like, just like you said, LA is just one city. Black people are global. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Universal. So, universal. <laughs> exactly. Yes, sir. So, I was so like, I got to find that balance. And then it yeah. spit. Once I did black at work enough, everything kind of spilled into now where, yeah. like, now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, cool. I feel like I could just make something about a topic. Like, Understood. how homies be with around girls, the car <laughs> yeah, stuff, like you know, yeah. just simple, anybody yeah. relatable stuff. Anybody relatable stuff, bro. So, yeah. And it's like, but the thing is, like, within all of these lanes, you're authentic. Bro. I'm just I'm me. Authentic. And so, the takeaway is be yourself, like we said earlier. And the cold part about it, bro, is that yeah, it's funny because like the audience I have, you know, it's a lot of white kids. You know, yeah. White kid, yeah. Only time anybody wants to admit to racism is when you're joking about it. Absolutely. So like, a lot of people expect me to be kind of on some coon tiptoe tap dance stuff, and like they always who, who expects that though? Just just parts of my audience. Understood. Like on the internet. Yeah. Okay. How they'll do you know they expect that? Like, what, is it comments that they, they, they so come So people at you? comment and they'll give yeah. me suggestions all the time. Like, hey, Jamal should do this. And granted, sometimes <laughs> it'll be funny and yeah. I'll see it. I'll be like, yo, I could use that next yeah. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, I tell oh, you. And then, you just burped. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> the bullshit came out. <laughs> you, bet, you act like nothing happened, too. Uh, 
But today I saw a comment. Someone said that you should do one on a T-shirt. That was funny. That's that a good idea. Shit. That's a good idea. That's, that's a really good idea. That's what bro. I learned when from you're already on a ben T-shirt. X. Yeah. I was like, bro, if people give you ideas, use that. Facts, man. Because the thing is, what I realized, it still takes skill to build a skit around it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I got to execute on that. You could give me the alley you, but I can still miss the dunk. That's right. Yeah. So people would suggest, oh, Jamal should have a white girlfriend. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where's that coming from? <laughs> Hey, make Jamal marry a white lady. Hey, J- Jamal should do this. Hey, J- and I was just like, the stuff y'all are suggesting are like, you're you're hiding your racism yeah. behind the fact that I'm funny, and you're checking my temperature, hoping exactly. to see if I'm agreeable with you. And I would literally get in the comments and be like, they're, no, good. Be a coon is what they're saying. Yeah, be a coon because white people are not comfortable with inter- black entertainers who don't submit to white authority. So and, and that was another that thing. Is. It was all like, oh, Jamal should be a white person, or um, you <laughs> get the ones that just be hilarious. mad. That's like, hilarious, dude. No, okay, no, yeah, they just be mad like this never happens. Like, <laughs> that's like top tier racist to shit you, to say. nigga. Like, yeah, literally. I'm like, you, how, how would you know as a white person what happens to me as a black person on the daily, bro? Like, are we serious right now? But it'd be cool oh, because when I understand the popularity stuff was getting, yeah. I was like, okay, people get what I'm saying. Yes, here. they do. They understand that I'm showing you, yeah, yeah uh, uh, what is this? A fun, exaggerated way of the reality of like being black at work. Yeah, facts. Like you're going through these microaggressions, you're getting yeah. your temperature check. Because a lot of the shit, bro, is shit that has happened. And it's yeah. funny because when people say that's never happened, I'm like, you're the reason why it happens because yeah. you think this shit's not happening. Yeah. And then, There'll be some stuff like, don't grant it, I'll, I'll just be having fun and just like saying shit. And somebody will literally comment like, nah, bro, that's really happened to me. And I'm like- Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't hit me that it was actually having an effect till people were like, yo, bro, like I watch your shit and it gets me through work because it's all like, bro, this yeah. is really yeah. real shit that's going on and yeah. you're talking about it in a funny way. Like yeah. you're educating people. And I'm yeah. all like, I never looked at it like that. Yeah, no, no. It's impact, bro. Yeah. Hey, you, you have an impact. And that's if, as we both know, is if you focus on the impact first, the income and the successful, it, it's, it's inevitable. So focus on the impact you're having on people and hit them where, hit them where you can, right? Right. Yeah, hit them where they feel hit them with relation with being relatable to their experience and they 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 will understand you they understand themselves through you bro and then you'd be like i i'm not alone out here exactly <laughs> and it's funny because bro yeah. originally you want to know how i started my youtube channel how it was supposed to be for dating and relationship advice oh cool yeah. that was initially my whole thing yeah. when i entered social media space and like 2017 and everything. I was like, I'm going to take over the dating world. So I did a bunch of relationship advice. Cool. But one thing I learned is you got to learn how to pivot. I understand. After a while, I was like, bro, I might be talking cool, but I don't matter enough for this to have any impact. Yeah. Nobody's really gravitating this, not building traction. Yeah. I got to do something else. Yeah. So my YouTube went through a bunch of pivots. And as this started blowing up, it gave me a chance to reconnect my YouTube. Word. But to go off what you're saying, um, Yeah, the impact you got to focus on it. And that's why I remember we just talked about it off camera. Like, I realized I got to start going live more. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that's really a chance for everybody to connect. Because for me, I'm I'm used to having 2,000 followers, bro. Like, I'm a regular social media guy. Yeah. When I go live, no one's watching. It's just me and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first time I went live after, like, my Instagram blew up, I was like, who the fuck is you? (laughs) Y'all want to see me? (laughs) I was shocked, bro. And, like, yeah. It was just kind of it was it felt good to know like damn y'all really fuck with like me and what I do and yeah. then as I talk and people get to hear like the music I listen to I like yeah. cartoons and this and they were vibing with me I was like yo this is cool and um it just also took me to a point where I just realized um 
damn, I got to really, I, I got a social responsibility in a sense. You know That's what I'm real. saying? Like, That's real, bro. I got to make sure I don't people let people rely on you. Because it's all like, I don't want people to be like, yo, he makes this content. I'm hoping he has some kind of self-awareness. Yeah. And then I meet him off camera. He's just a a, a, a gimmick idiot. That's true. And that's why I pride myself on like, nah, bro, I'm a Muslim in the nation of Islam and I'm a real estate agent. Like, don't let none of this fool you, bro. I am here for the money every (laughs) single day. Every day. You feel me? And we get in the bag, bro. Like, don't get it twisted. Don't, whatever box you try to put us in because you think we're hood broke niggas because we do something that you've looked down upon, get the fuck out of here, bro. No, we we about the bag and we can do whatever we want. And we're showing you that we are the body of God by doing just that and manifesting this reality. So do you, but don't judge, don't judge the track record, bro. Straight up. And that was the thing. It was all like, you know, I always, that's why I still leave, you know, the real estate agent and my stuff because I'm, I'm trying yeah. to let people. Don't. Yeah, exactly. Because I think it was in 11th grade when I realized, yo, there's people that watch what I do. Because I was popular in high school. Yeah, but yeah. I used to always say, I'm a middle child. I'm like, I'm not a leader. You don't don't follow me. I'm not responsible. After a while, I was like, motherfuckers are watching what I'm doing. That's right, bro. And Nip said, like, you have to take accountability to the fact that you're a leader to somebody. Absolutely. And I that's was real. just all like, you know what, bro? Let me show y'all, like, clout isn't the end goal. Nah, man. Like, I'm not one of these people that is clout or camera high. Or yeah. clout goofy. Like people's perception of me has changed because I have more followers. And I, I finally come to realize that. But yeah. me, I'm still me. That's right. My end goal with all of this has always been how do I take this clout and monetize it? Thank you. That's it. Yep. I'm and not finna be one of these people that was popping for years on an app and then I'm a regular broke dude. Nah. Afterwards. That's, cool. like one hit, the, that's a one hit wonder, bro. That's not that is not the move. It's like how do you how do you be yourself and monetize what you're doing? Period. Really? That's it. That is so you need to always ask yourself that. It's like, yeah, I'm cool, I'm popular, but how is this turning into income that I can live on? Period. Be independent. That's it. That's the move, bro. That's it. That's the move. Cause yeah. I was like, bro, I don't like don't get me wrong, the fame and all that stuff, that's cute. It's but cute. I mean, like, I've yeah. been popular before, so it's not enough, it's never gonna make me it's not, I'm not I don't have that kind of ego to where I'm gonna be all like I'm better than you now. Like anybody who meets me in person, bro, I'll shake your hand, say what's up. Yeah. Like, shit, DM me, I'll follow you back, bro. Yeah, like, we yeah, met. Yeah. Like exactly. I only used to follow people back if like I met them before. Exactly. So I'm like, yo, if I met you and I see your comment or whatever, bro, I, I fuck with you. Like, yeah, I'm still a humble exactly. person. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm not better than anybody. That's right. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, bro, uh, yeah, I just, like, I want a million followers on TikTok for the business opportunities. That's right. I want 100K on Instagram <laughs> for the business opportunities. opportunities. Like, That's I right. watch people with this clout, and I'm like, y'all yeah. just keep taking pictures next to celebrities. And granted, you might be getting to the bag, but cool. I don't feel like you can work this better than I can. Absolutely not. No. You feel me? That's right. Because, like, for me, the second this shit hits like where it's supposed to as far as goals with social media, yeah. I'm a celebrity realtor. Yeah, ex- exactly. I'm a celebrity commercial <laughs> realtor. Yeah. There's boom. That amount of money generated with the systems, you know, Allah showed me how to put in place. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, like how Nips is, I wouldn't be a starving artist. That's right. And I never want to be in starving artist mode because no. you can't create like that. You can't create. No, nah, man, no. You sitting there hoping, oh, please, please laugh. No. Oh, please laugh. Yeah. And man. if you take a break, people think like, oh, you dead and you fall off. That's but right. It, but like Chameleon there is a perfect example. Yeah. He made headlines a couple years ago when he was courtside at the Lakers game. Yeah. And people were trying to clown him on social media like, Chameleonaire. He, he had a one-hit wonder. How did he afford these tickets? Yeah. And then they shut him up with the next article. They're like, Chameleonaire is actually a, a mogul in the tech industry. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. And That's like, I watch his interviews and people yeah. should go listen to his I need interviews. to listen. I, yeah, this is all news to me. When he talks about like just how he pivoted from rap to tech because he realized how to 
cushion himself. Yeah, yeah. I was blown away because I was like, bro, I would have never thought some he was on that time. Yeah, I understand. Because it's all like, bro. They put him in a box. They put he's him a, in a box. He's a rapper. Yeah, he's a rapper. But you know how he got out of his contract? He said, man, if y'all don't let me out, I'm going to go educate every artist in this building on how to, you know, <laughs> figure out all the ways y'all hustle him out of their money. That's right. And they literally let him out of his contract. Yes, That's sir. what he says. Understood. Because they didn't want people to know that knowledge. And I was like, that's crazy, that bro. That is crazy. And that's also game. It's that's just like game. you've got to understand where you have an advantage and deploy it appropriately at all times. So you just got to you got to learn how to play your leverage because people will not give you what you want if there if there's no consequences for not listening to you. Period. Period. And it's nothing personal. That is the nature of business. It's like always know your worth. Period. And always make sure you're getting paid your worth. Right. Stacks. But facts. Yes, sir. And the so. thing is, is just having an exit strategy. That too. Because like, okay, football was the first time like I was faced with the reality of not having a good exit strategy. Yeah. You feel me? Like I always yeah. knew Mike my brain would get me through after it, but I didn't have it laid out to where I could just yeah, pivot one. Yeah. And like with this social media shit, I was like, I have to be prepared for like, all right, I'm a Muslim in the nation of Islam. Yeah. Farrakhan is not liked. That's right. As this gets <laughs> bigger, true. there's going to be, you know, of course, all the BS with all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, if I'm financially dependent on this, I'm yeah. fucked. But that's if right. I'm not, this means nothing to me. That's right. And I can keep pushing. I can keep pushing. And I was like, that's exactly what you I want to You have full be. creative flexibility to do whatever the hell you want. I was like, I'll right? be Mayweather in this bitch. That's right. You can Absolutely. hate me all you want. Yeah. And you can't do a thing. Can't do anything. So, yeah. One, because I have money. Two, I have lawyers. And what are you going to do? You literally can't do anything. And I got so. the nation. <laughs> and we got the nation. So, so that's that's the, the beauty about being in the nation is like, you know, as long as you stay on your square, stay on your post and walk your post in a perfect manner, keeping always on the alert, you know you're straight. Right. And that's the thing is like, you know, seeing people, because like Rizzo is a big big influence on yeah. me because like he showed me how to really navigate this from just a social media and a moral perspective yeah. as a FOI. Yeah, he's a I done been on details with Reza where like we're about a bunch of celebrities and Reza's FOI Reza. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. No amount of likes or celebritas has ever made Reza act outside of Reza. And That's I was right. all like, okay. He showed me how to have integrity about this. That's you feel right. me on a real personal yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like I always feel like Reza saw something in me that I didn't see. Yeah. Because he would tell me, he's like, bro, this is going to be you in a little bit. Like, yeah. His boy, he would just be giving me game. I'm like, you in a little bit. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm 40 pounds overweight. He said that? Yeah. That's what He used up. to tell me all the time. Yeah. Like, bro, this is how you're going to do it because you're going to be in this. I was like, bro, I'm 40 pounds overweight. Yeah. I got no skits on Instagram. Like, I understand. I just started in real estate. Like, what is this fool talking about? Yeah, yeah. And as things kind of came to fruition, I just started replaying some of the combos we have and things like that. I was like, yo, Reza really like... He on it. He was a good brother to me. That's he right. still is. Yeah. You feel me? Yes, sir. And I, I never shy away from that. Like, no, nah, shout out to Reza Islam. You know? Absolutely. Nah. Because he kind of showed me like, yo, you can be unapologetically yourself <laughs> and still be financially and just everything secure. That's right. That's right. And that's what I really respect the most about him. Because yep. people think like, or haters might think, haters. oh, Reza does this on camera. I'm like, bro, if you put a camera or it's not there, he's still Reza. The that's camera right. just happened to be there. He is authentic and he knows his audience. Bro. Right. And like you said, and like, as we've had this conversation, we both know that you can make a killing serving your people. Serving your people. All day. Giving your people what you want. There, There is enough fiat currency for everyone, bro. So, Even on the real estate side. Absolutely. I had to clear this up, bro. Like, yeah. you can be a bajillionaire just doing real estate in the hood. Yes, sir. And it was my coach who told me that. So we used to have a lot of- uh, Like, life coach, business coach? Uh, my real estate coach. Oh, yes, sir. He's okay. he's my all-around coach. He's yes, my, sir. He's a brother, too. He has game. Yes. Understood. He told me, he was like, bro, back in the day, there used to be a bunch of Century 21s or different African-American real estate offices. Yeah. But over time, like, they just kind of started boxing us out of the information. And then another thing, too- Yeah. 
our people back then were afraid of younger competition, so they didn't pass the game down. Oh, versus I other communities that. understood. I'm going to get old. I need fresh legs all the time. Yeah. So they pass the game to the youth. I understand. That's why everybody else is like their community. The, the Hispanic community, like, bro, is yeah, booming they, they in real estate. They in, they in there. But they working. They in there. They, they always there. teaching their young. Real estate, right. real estate, real estate. So yeah. that's why you see that. But with us, it was like, I don't yeah. want to teach the younger person because yeah. he's going to steal money from me. And then all of a sudden, over time, offices started attitude. closing. <laughs> terrible attitude. That's a terrible attitude. Offices started closing down slowly but That's surely. That's a suicidal attitude. Su- and that is an irrational suicidal attitude. How many attitude. black real estate offices do you see in LA? Zero. I don't. I don't it, so not only is it suicidal, it's it's literally extinct. Yeah. It's an extinction mindset. I understand. Having yeah. that where you're so greedy, you don't want to pass on information, it's extinct. To you, because you, your people are you. Like, nah, that's that'll make no sense, bro. So like yeah. for me, I was just all like, well, damn, uh, is it possible? And he explained to me the numbers. He's like, bro, average home price is five fifty in the hood, or yeah. just in America, California. Yeah. In any hood, you're Compton. Let's just say average sales price is like four eighty. Yeah. Commission is going to be ten. If you close ten of those deals, how much money did you just make? <sighs> that's on the low end. Good game. You feel me? It's a good game, bro. Yeah. If you close a, a one here, one here, one here, one here, one here, different hoods all over the place. You're upwards of 120000 just off 10 deals. Yes, sir. I didn't talk about if you had some buyer clients as well. Yeah. I didn't talk about if you double popped anything. Yeah. I just said if you just worked in your neighborhoods. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So it's like you can literally become a bajillionaire yeah. working in the hood. That's now, right. A lot of us, you know, black realtors, we try to go into Ladera Heights or just our affluent neighborhoods, but it's like you're trying to work in a smaller pot. I'd rather consistent $10,000 checks coming from the hood, yeah. working with our people and helping our people yeah. versus trying to just only stick to our bourgeoisie class. Yeah, yeah. Who have certain attitudes to their own people. And yeah. that's the thing. That's I was a, like, I'm not about that, that's bro. It's a tough client. <laughs> and you know, one of the yeah. coldest things that um, I, 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 you probably could relate yeah. is about- Because I'm bougie? No, no, no. <laughs> this is a different topic. I understand. Is uh, transferring the mindset from working from somebody to yeah. being your own boss. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. I had to check myself because I was yeah. still code switching and not knowing it. I understand. I would still get on the phone and be like, hi, this is Rome from Century 21. Yeah, and I yeah. was just like, who the fuck am I doing this for? Yeah, good question. Like, if I have a problem with the customer, I just don't want to take them on as a client. Yeah, yeah. Like, if somebody's yeah, rude, yeah. I don't have to take this beating yeah. and sit there and go, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, sir. Do you still need, sir? It's like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, have a nice day. I'm out. I'm out. I don't need I don't need you. You don't realize how much brain power it takes to put on a front that's not you. Oh, my God. No, it's a, a, a exorbitant amount of energy it takes to not be you. Cause very difficult. Very difficult. It's very difficult. I'm like, and what would trip me out was I'm like, all right, bro, I'm talking like a white person. I sound white. If we do have this <laughs> your meeting. Your white boy, for, for the record, like, your white boy voice is nasty, bro. Bro. Like, I, don't, I, I don't blame you, dog. Like, that shit's, that shit's clean. Bro, I'm like, right. I've been around them. I grew up around them. I, know, saying, I, know, I got it. Yeah, you got it, bro. So I was Facts. just all like, I'm going to meet this person and try to hold this up. And then occasionally I might slip. I was like, nah, I started thinking about Nip and Farrakhan. It's just all yeah. like, Reason be yourself. Be yourself, bro. Be yourself, bro. I get on the phone. I'm like, yo, this is wrong from Century 21. Look, I'm just oh, trying to see yeah. if you're trying to sell. That feel, even even like me, that makes you feel relaxed, bro. You when see you what said I'm that, I was like, I feel good. I was like, yeah, what's good, nigga? Like, what's good? And here's the cold part, yeah. bro. Yeah. 
when you learn these scripts and people train you, they tell you to speak in an up-tempo voice, but it's all like people are trained to know that that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That's but when right. I talk on the phone like me, I get a way different response. I understand. Like even though that I might get hung up on or yeah, they don't yeah. want to have my service, they still would Not at to least- Not be taken person. Yeah. You could just feel that what cut through the air was authenticity. Yeah, yeah. Because at this point, I was still like, nah, fuck that. If you don't want to work with me because I'm black, I don't want you as a client. Facts. And that's, that's that's the yeah, you have your preferences, bro. You, but you're, you're missing out on me. That's your problem, bro. Like <laughs> There was a couple times where I stayed on the phone longer than I should have trying to yeah. be the cool black guy for this Accept white me. person. Valid, me. Validate me. Like me. Please. Here's the cold part. Nigger. I'm not a nigger. I'm not a nigger. I'm, I'm not a nigger. I'm different. Yeah. I, can, I can speak. I, yeah. Bro. I'm I, smart. I, I went sh- to college, bro. I went to college. I'm thinking that matters. Yeah. Exactly. Shit you not, bro. Yeah. I'm having like an hour conversation yeah. with a lady. She's in a nice neighborhood. I'm like, oh, her house is like 900, 1.5 mil. Yeah. 10 minutes into the conversation, bro, she let me know. She was like, oh, I don't do business with realtors that aren't from my area. Okay. Which is code for, I don't fuck with you niggas. I understand. And I was just, yeah. in my head, I was like, but but I want to be the good little nigga. Yeah. And I was, after a while, I was like, man, fuck that. She just told you what she about, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. if, if y'all can't connect, disconnect. That's right. That's it. And I learned, stop That's trying it. to have everybody like you. Like, with real estate, bro, yeah. you're not trying to close every deal. You're literally just trying to find the people that want to work with you. That's it. That's it. That's it. Because I'm a, it's relationships, man. It's relationships. It's relationships. It's literally customer yeah. service with a bigger check. Facts. And, and that's all it is. That's it. Like when you call up customer service, you want to know I heard something. There's a yeah. reason why um, black women are a favored or highly um, employable for customer service. Black women are soothing. <laughs> There's something about when you answer the phone and a black woman talks to you that'll soothe you and put you at ease. And HR. Black and HR. women is HR. You see Every what I'm company, saying? Black HR. But it even bro. goes to the plantation, how they yeah. use the, our women as nurturers and things like that. That's we have right. a healing nature. That's right. So it's all like, they're accustomed, I was accustomed to being that soothing person for people and all this other shit. Yeah. Then I just had the realization, nah, bro, everybody not for me and I'm cool with that. Absolutely. Like, if, just like Nip says, like, bro, it's just gonna have to be awkward if you hear me talking like how I'm talking, but you don't understand how I'm having an intellectual conversation while yeah, using bro. Ebonics. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the phone and say, look, bro, I know a bunch of agents call you. Are you trying to sell? If not, what yeah. the fuck's up? Yeah, what's good? Yeah. Period. Yeah, what's good? What's good? And I t- I clown other <laughs> yeah. agents. I'll get on the phone. I'm like, look, bro, I know you got a bunch of calls and they're yeah. saying the same thing. Yeah. And the thing is, people do want authentic, even if they're white, black, whatever. Absolutely, they just bro. want authentic, bro. No, yes, they do. It's a- authenticity is superior to everything. Bro. And when I be learned yourself. Like, I could just be myself and yeah. not have to put on the voice. I used to tell people in the office, like, yo, check me if you hear me putting on like my white voice. Like, <laughs> I need to dead that shit. Absolutely, bro. To the point where it's yeah. all like, nah, bro, hello. This, I know I sound black. I am. Yeah. Because I remember I had one boy, I'm not going to put him out there, but he was like, he talks like that. And when he goes on video calls, he doesn't show his face because he doesn't want clients to know he's black. And I, I was like, bro. I don't work for nobody. I don't need to live like that. Yeah. And not to say I don't work for nobody and I'm balling out of control. It's like, bro, I don't work for nobody. And that's one of the reasons I'll struggle to make it happen my way. But I'd be damn sure if I have to keep living to appease somebody. Absolutely. That's no way. I, I don't like that shit, bro. That, that's, that's, yeah, that's not living. That's what I hated yeah, about. Yeah. I'm like, I got this 5'8 motherfucker talking to me crazy. And I got to look at him and go, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm like, yes, nah, sir. fuck that. Watch your tone. Yeah. Yeah. For real. <laughs> or 
Don't you're not going to talk to me like you're not that. Go, we're not going to do that. No, that's not going to happen. It's and, not going to And happen. on the phones, I'm just I just hang up. Yeah, that's right. You start and move to, on to the next one. Move on to the next one. Next one. I like don't that control. Like I don't feel the need to have to change niggas' minds, bro. No. Like no. You hate niggas. By all means, have fun with that. And it's not going to affect my reality, bro, cuz I know who I am. I'm a god, bro. Like, that's what I liked about the nation, bro. What I love facts. about the nation is we're yes, not sir. sitting here trying to change people's minds. Like, Absolutely bro, look, not. You don't no. fuck with me, I don't fuck with you. I'm gonna stay here, you're gonna stay there, and we're gonna be good. That's right. And it's not even like it's saying like I don't fuck with you. It's like you're it's like aggressive indifference. Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. It's like, yo, you could hate niggas all day long. We still have business to take care of as a people. And you like, wanna know the coldest shit, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Even I had racist mother lovers on my team, but some of the most racist ones, yeah. we were able to see eye to eye on a business level because it's literally like, yo, you know how I feel ideologically, but we're on the same page about this. Let, let, let's get together on this. Yeah, exactly. It's respect. Bro. It's respect. It's people respect. Re, people respect me, respected me more when I was just outspoken about like, yo, this is where I draw the line on shit. Yeah. But trying to agree with everybody and... I realized a long time ago, if everybody likes you, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, exactly. When I thought about it one day, I was like, why does everybody get along with me? Yeah. I was like, something's wrong with that. I was like, I need to be more polarizing. If you think about people who are successful, they're very polarizing Absolutely. Absolutely. You either like them or you don't. That's true. And if you don't like them but still support them, it's because you respect them. That's who. Absolutely. And I said, I need to get out of this, you know, slave mentality of being liked by everybody on That's Master's right. house. That's right. And just be like, nah, bro, I'm I'm not with the plantation. I'm not with the plantation. And if you just... but think, but, but that mentality comes it's survival. It's like if you're not liked, you get killed. Or you're more likely to get killed. Right. Right. And that's that is something that's very difficult to shake off. But it takes really taking that leap of faith, knowing that you can do exactly what we're prescribing is be yourself in all transactions. And the thing that was crazy, bro, my yeah. first deal, I was blessed. So um that was an all black deal. Apartment complex? It was a duplex. Yes, sir. I remember England. seeing that. You so, put it on the gram, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that. So, yeah, bro, I'm proud of you. Good my job. Client, man, all praise due to all yes, that. Sir. was all law too. Yes, sir. Oh, my yeah. Client was black. Yeah. The part the buyer was black. Mm-hmm. The other agent was black. Yeah. The person who did the termite was black. The oh, <laughs> bro. It was like Oh, you was nation building with that. And it was yeah. it felt so empowering yeah. that I wasn't online having woke contests with people. Mm-hmm. I was just really doing what the fuck I wanted to do. Doing the work. I was like, bro, I just employed and partnered with black people. That's right. And the only other person I used was uh, a white dude for the home inspection. That's because we couldn't find a black dude. Yeah. And then I used, I you know, uh, my cousin, he had to connect for the disposal guy. He yeah. was uh, our brown brother. Oh, but I still felt empowered there because I was just all like, man, I respect them because they see where the money is. Absolutely. He cleaned out my upstairs unit that I was selling in like 30 minutes made $564. Yes, sir. And I thought it was just him and his nephew. I was like, bro, if you do two of these a day, you're having a great fucking week. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was just all like, damn, they, they, they understand it. But yeah. long story short, I was just all like, I made a fuck ton of money yeah. off a deal keeping the city the neighborhood black i didn't gentrify it yeah everybody was good yeah and it was all black yes sir i was all like i could live like this yeah yeah you can i felt good bro yeah, you can yeah. i felt good about I myself i feel good hearing that because you feel I, me? yeah i know like we're both in that direction we were there we're there it's just a matter of like okay let's get these let's get these checks up bro even my <laughs> next client bro and then the thing was yeah. is all like you know i've had plans about where i want to you know document you know build my stuff but like one thing my uh Broker teaches us is like plant your flag wherever you hit. Yeah, my, one of my clients in Compton, he's black, and I was just all like, "Yo, I like doing business with my people." 
Yeah. Like, people don't, we don't talk about it enough. You can be very fucking wealthy doing business with your own. Absolutely. And it's much more comfortable. That's right. Because, like, on the appointment, bro, I'm thinking I got to be proper. But it's like, our yeah. people know what a proper one of us looks like. I kind of relaxed. Right. I was like, look, bro, we don't even got to do it like that. That's I'm right. like, he's older than me. I'm talking like this. Yeah. And it just went smooth. Yeah. Versus, oh, well, uh, this is the rebuttal I was trained to say. I was like, look, bro, we don't have to do that. We yeah. can just do X, Y, and Z. Just That's right. And I was like, I feel natural doing it like this. Yeah, man. So yeah, yeah, man. I would, I would, I would definitely say there's a huge benefit to working by yourself. Granted, you know, initially starting off is hard. Starting off anything is hard. Because starting is the hardest part of the process to anything. It's start. Because literally, you have to rem- you have to think. All right, what are the absolute bills I have to pay? Because the side hustles are gonna have to keep me apart, afloat while yeah. I try and keep this going. That's right. Like I'm like, all right, cool. I got the yeah. car note, and I got yeah. you know, these bills. No, as long have, as that's you have, paid, you have rent. Yeah, you know, there's things you got. You got. I've got three babies, bro. You feel so there's me? like there's really there is a there is a floor that there's I've got gravity. Beat. Yeah, there's gravity. So no, I can't just like do whatever. I have to, as a responsible man, I have to make sure that that there's enough cash flow to finance my my life operations. Period. 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 So, yeah, but I also understand it's like you, uh, it's very easy to get, get caught into the loop of a quote unquote job right. because it barely meets those obligations. Bro. Barely. Oh, God. Actually, it doesn't. You get debt. So Bro. it meets like 50% of it. And you finance the other set and then you assume that by working a job, you're going to make enough cash flow to get out of the debt you dug yourself in when that you're at 15% interest on your credit cards, bro. Like that is, that's, that is the debt trap. That is slavery. So here's the cold part. When I met yeah. you, remember I was working at Westwood. Time out. You were working at Westwood? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was working at Westwood right by UCLA. Oh, word. I didn't I, know that. Yeah. I had a cool job. Yes, sir. And here's the thing. I told myself it was going to be my last job because I didn't finish college. Yeah. But I kept talking myself into jobs that required college experience. And I was like, yo, this whole world is operated by finesse. <laughs> That's fucking bar. So I got this job. Every, I- everything is finesse. Everything is fucking finesse, bro. I was like, yeah. hold on, man. Y'all said you need a college degree on this shit. I did not finish college. But yeah. here I am. I just talked my way into this and That's I'm right. performing. And That's I was right. all like, I'm too capable to be working for somebody else. After Absolutely. a while, I was Absolutely. all like, if everybody wants to hire me, let me hire me. That's right. <laughs> so my last Bars. job, I was yeah. all like, this is going to be the last one. I'm going to just learn what I need to learn mm-hmm. and go from there. But exactly like you said, bro, yeah. it's the most money I ever made. Yeah. But I still felt like I was living check to check. Yeah. I was like, why do I feel like I'm short? Like, I'm comfortable, but I'm short. Yeah, like, yeah. shit's going to get paid. Yeah. But I'm short. Like, this, this does not add up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was yeah. Like, and then on top of that, it's all like the thing about salary is it's not like hourly where you clock in and you can disassociate from the job. Salary, yeah. they're like, well, we know we're taking care of your base, so we own you. We own you, bro. He was we calling me on weekends and shit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, bro. It's I'm like clocked that. out, but then I was like, there's no clock there, there's in. There's no clock in or clock out. You, you, that ass is owned. Yeah. I, I got to take this call and I got to kind of do, you know, there's a whole finesse. And I was like, I don't like this. This is getting yeah. It's dark. Yeah, man. It got to a point where I was like, bro, I don't even know I'm making more money because I don't have no time to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what killed me. I was like, that's bro. That's the trap. Because at the same time with salary, it's, it's like busy work is what you get hourly. Yeah. Salary is like, okay, they're judging you on the progress you're making for a certain project. Facts. Or just the overall progress of the business. Facts. Yeah. So you're literally spinning your wheels every single hour of the day. Like, how do I use the next eight hours to push this forward? Yeah. To, to save push my job. This company forward. This not company, mine. Not me. Not mine. To push this company, this company forward. Absolutely. And like, I have to do it in a way that they see it because even if I'm working my ass off and they can't perceive it, I'm in, I'm done. Yeah. And I was just all like, bro, I was spinning my wheels doing it. Yeah. Then it finally got to a point, you know, I, I got fired right before the pandemic. Yeah. 
And and granted, like I was kind of checked out. So February twenty twenty, March seventh. I think March seventh, that Friday when nice. they shut the city down. Understood. Yeah. So it was like prior to that, I was already mentally checked out because I was like, bro, I'm not feeling this shit. Like yeah. I don't like the way they talk to me. I don't like how I feel here. Like yeah, this is uncomfortable. Like I literally didn't go anywhere for my birthday. Because I came to work just to, you know, show them, like, I'm committed to this shit. Yeah. I used to, like, because it's so far away, I used to sleep in my car in the parking lot because I didn't want to be late to work. Because he would always be like, you're late. I understand. You're late to work. I'm like, bro, I'm coming from San Pedro. Traffic's crazy. Like, I'm tired. Like San Pedro? Yeah. Oh, where? Damn. Bro. So I was just all like, bro, this is kind of a fucking drive. Yeah. But and I was just like, yo, can I just come in? Like he wasn't hearing that shit. Yeah. So I used to do some a lot of times I would just sleep there. I understood. And then like um there'd be some nights I'd have to wait till like nine o'clock to leave the office. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I gotta wait for traffic to oh, die down. Man. And I was just like, bro, I live in this motherfucker. What job is this? Bro, it was a startup. Oh God. But um, you know, long story short, I was like, I did all that for not because only time I asked off for was for Savior's Day. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. I asked, I told him a month in advance, told him I need these February days. 2020. 2020, yeah. these Understood. days, boom, yeah. be gone. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going on my birthday. Because I even asked people on the thing, I was like, you think he'd trip if I took Monday off because I want to go on a weekend cruise and come back Tuesday? Yeah. He was like, oh, you know where we're at in the company, he's probably going to get pissed. I was like, damn, I'm going to sacrifice my birthday. Yeah. So I come back and literally, as I, no, as I'm going to Savior's Day, he sends me an email saying, hey, we need you to step it up because we're not too happy with what you're doing. And, <sighs> and I was all like, God. Mind you, slavery, bro. A week and a half before that, he yeah. sent us all an email and said, "This group is the this, best group." The CEO, yeah, okay. This group is the best group I've assembled. You know, I love what we're doing. The company's never had more success than when you guys were here because I just like closed, like I made some headway on a couple things. Understood. Like, yeah. So I'm thinking, like, all right, we're good. Then he sent me that shit, and I was like, oh, the jig is up. Yeah. Because what they'll do is they'll give you an un impossible deadline yeah. with an impossible task yeah. and say well you didn't meet you it you didn't meet it you're fired so yeah. I seen that and I just said I'm going straight to real estate understand so I started you did, know, did you quit no 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 I finessed working from home okay. a little before that yeah so what I was doing was I'd go to my real estate office and like make calls for real estate by also kind of doing busy work for work there we go then it just got to its point where I was like alright you can't serve two masters some you do or die yeah, yeah. it's do or die that's so right. So I was like, well, I'm not going to be the one to quit. That's you right. know? So he fired me. And yeah, I was there you like, go. Cool. okay. I was a little distraught. My, this is the yeah. only time I've ever been fired. I've never been fired in my life. Nah, Multiple jobs. I, I was like, all right, whatever. But then I was like, it's going to be my last one anyway. Yeah. It's better for the story. Yeah, it is. And like, I literally just had to do what my dad did and really learn like how to be an entrepreneur and That's do right. for self. You have to, it, it's a process, bro. Yeah, as you know, because you're in the, we're both in the process right now. It's just like, yeah, it's uh there's no easy way out. It's like, it's do or die. You have to have, you have to want to succeed as much you want to breathe. Look, legit. That, that's, the, that's just to get through the door, right? And then you realize it's like, yeah, most people don't make it. So if I'm going to do this route, I've got to do something. I have to be extraordinary. I can't be a regular ass nigga do this stuff, bro. I can't just be incognito successful. Well, let me let me add this caveat. Go on. You would think you can't be regular, but with real estate, bro, a lot of businesses don't take talent. We have this notion that success takes this abnormal amount of talent and this yeah. magical thing. Success just takes what's required. <laughs> That's good. It's just that simple. Yeah. And I learned that from my college coach. He used to just say, like, I don't need Superman. I just need Clark Kent. Why? Because Clark Kent just did his job and went home. That's right. Yeah. We fantasize and hype up success and think you have to wake up at 17 a.m. We make a caricature of it. We make a caricature of it. Yeah. 
When it's really like, no, nah, you just need to do what's required. That's Don't, right. Nothing less, nothing more. That's right. With real estate, what got me was all like, there's people that are billionaires, millionaires consistently. They are terrible at sales. Yeah. They're terrible at real estate. They just do what's required. That's right. All that's required is finding business, setting appointments, closing deals. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You don't have to have the gift of gab. You could fumble on words. You could not know what you're talking about. Yeah. If you're looking for business, setting appointments. <laughs> that's right. You will close deals. That's right. That's all that's required. Yeah, that's it. It's just be and being consistent in that methodology. But see, that's yeah. the thing. Right. What's required is the consistency. consistency. And of course, there's a learning curve, but yeah. it's not complicated. No. So like when people think, oh, you got to be born with this gift. I didn't fucking wake up as a child and say I'm going to be a real estate agent. I didn't even know that was a job. <laughs> yeah, I understand. You feel me? Yeah. It's yeah. just like my skill set can match that and I can be successful because yeah. I can learn to be consistent. Yeah. So that's why I want people to understand. Like you got to take even with the social media shit. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like consistency, bro. Yeah, with the internet now, it's so brought open to where as long as you do you, yeah, it'll literally magnetize the, right. our audience. That's right. Because like none of my videos popped whenever I tried to hop on a trend or do the TikTok way. Yeah, none of them. That's right. Nothing fucking worked. Yeah. Every time I did an original idea, it went viral. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And after a while, when I figured that out, that's when the December pop happened. I was like, I'm funny. <laughs> I know I'm funny. That's true. And if I just yeah. do me. That's do, just do you, bro. And it's like. That's right. In social media, if you're not funny, but you have like a. Some people have really good speaking voices. Yeah. Like some people like you, they can talk and you're like, I don't even give a fuck what you're talking about. Just make sure the video is 10 minutes because yeah. I want to go I wanna sleep. I want to hear you. I want to yeah. hear you. I just want to hear you. I want to hear you. Yeah. If that's you, just talk. Mom. Yeah. If you're really good or fired up on a topic, things like that, you're you know what you're good at. You're That's just right. afraid that it's gonna be perceived by enough people. That's right. Yeah. There's a million people for everybody. That's it. That's what I have to learn. <laughs> That's right, bro. <laughs> just because everybody's yeah. following one person doesn't mean they can't follow you too. That's right. Yeah. Like you watch more than one channel. Yeah. But in order to be yourself, you have to you have to know who you are. You gotta know who you, you are. You gotta know who you are. And you it took me are. a long time because yeah. I used to wrestle with the fact that, like, oh, am, am I funny? Like, is that a weakness? Do I need to be more serious? Yeah. Then I realized, well, man, I still beat your ass, so I <laughs> got nothing else to prove. Like, all That's right, right. Bitch, I'm funny. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know? Yeah. And there's, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's like, oh, yeah, I got jokes, man. Like, and you can't, like, you think a comedian is going to be like, oh, I'm not funny. Like, does it make sense? Yeah. I funny. literally, funny is what I do. Do but it's as simple my job. as that sounds. For yeah. years, I used to battle that because I, I was playing football and I was like, "Yo, I'm dangerous when I'm just chilling." Yeah, it's football that keeps trying to make me into. Yeah, I will literally lay you flat on your feet and just be chilling. I understand. And I was like, then I learned that about myself. Like that's why I like Kung Fu Panda so much. Yeah. You really gotta do you because that's when Poe got dangerous when he was. Just I understand. Him. Yeah, and same thing with this stuff. I was like, bro, I'm not. Walking around like I'm the toughest motherfucker in Harlem, you know, nah, like that's nah, not nah, me. Nah, not, nah, a, not at I'm all. I'm very bro. comfortable and that's calmly right. confident. Yeah, I just need to do me. That's right. And what people don't understand is like, a lot of people hit me up now, like, oh, bro, we should do skits. I'm like, bro, you're not funny. And if you Let's are funny, I don't think you're funny. So I don't <laughs> want to work with you. Yeah, and that's that's business. That's it. That's business. And that's what yeah. I learned. I had to do too. It's like. Well, I let saw me, someone let me, on your page today. Let's do a skit together. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even with who, that, it's, who, who it's are just, you? You feel me? And not even that. It's just who all are like, you, random? bro. Yeah. Are you saying you want to do this because I'm having success with it? Because anybody that knows me knows this motherfucker has been funny from day one, <laughs> and we saw this coming. Not he just woke up and was funny. Yeah. Now, I noticed you're funny, and also noticed you could draw too, bro. You see what I'm saying? You like, could draw. Actually, you could draw. Like when you actually, I, you drew an FOI class. You yeah. drew a picture. I was like, oh, this this nigga's nice, bro. There's something here. But that's me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I exactly. do. Yeah, you're you're an artist. 
For real. Yeah. Yeah, you're an artist. Bro. I was drawing before we I was art, funny. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. I was drawing before I was funny. Yeah, man. No. So it's all like, you know. Now you got it. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't like working with people that are just trying to hop on, ride the wave, unfortunately. Absolutely. I never thought I would have to say that shit, just no, trying to ride the wave. It's but it's a, real, it's, it's a real, real thing. It's a real phenomenon. And it's like, you got to think, wave is just energy. And like they're literally riding, they're literally riding your wave of energy. So it's a very accurate description of for what people are attempting to doing because they haven't developed enough energy in their to to make their own wave right. of activity. So and it's the, easier to hop on roams than it is to cr- do the groundwork to create that that jump that makes that wave. And exactly, very well put. And the thing is, is people always say like, "Oh, collab is the best way to grow your shit." It is. Yeah. If you collab yeah. with people you're compatible with, exactly. The yeah. only person I really collab with is Urban Legend Will Evans. Shout out to Will Evans. Yes, sir. That's because like he's funny. He's funny. He's funny. He has work ethics. Yeah. As a man, we stand on the same principles. Yeah. Like we literally gel. Yeah. Like literally, I'll kick it with him for like two hours before we'll remember yeah, yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah. If you want, like literally, bro, we're we're compatible to the yeah. sense we'll literally pull up, we'll be talking. Oh, that's a skit. Shoot it. Oh, that's a skit. We'll shoot like eight <laughs> skits in five minutes. That's what's up. No that's, bullshit. That's chemistry, bro. But uh, you want to understand how it happened? Yeah. I met him. Let's, it was, let's give him a proper name. What's his name? Let's give him a, yeah. It's Will Evans. Will Evans. Okay. Yes, sir. So like- um, What's his Instagram? Urban Legend Will Evans. Urban Legend. Yes, sir. Urban cool. Legend Will Evans. Yeah. Yeah. He's nice. Literally, bro- the first time I went live after everything started popping on, he yeah. just happened to be on live and I, I accepted the request. And instantly I was like, the air about this dude is different. Like, yeah. he, you know, you know, real recognize real. Real recognize real. He was like, man, shout out, bro. I think you funny, boom, boom. I was like, man, I, I appreciate the love. That's yeah, my man. first time online. I'm like, oh shit, like people like me. Yeah. He hit me up. He was like, hey, bro, let's work. I was like, shit, let's work. And here's the thing I fuck with thorough people. Yeah. I sent him my number. We texted, we put a date on it. Yeah, bro, hit me up the day or two days before. I was like, "Yo, are we still on?" I was like, "That motherfucker's thorough." Yeah, yeah. Because people don't know how to, you know, set an appointment and follow through with. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's- and uh, and actually, what do we do? We set an appointment, wait this day, and I was it was kind of me like I know Rome's the truth, but like let's see if he. And then when it came up, I was like, I both had the thought. We woke up tired. I was like, but I made a commitment to Rome. You made a commitment to me. But here we are, bro. So and that's what business yeah, is—is is like is clearing out the bullshit. Like that's right. Simple stuff will show you who you're dealing with. Yep, absolutely. So like, yeah. literally pulled up, bro. I'm all like, nah, we on the same page about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because the only other person I really will work with is my cousins. Like oh, nice. I made skits with them. Yeah. But I actually think they're funny. I understand. And Will, he, you know, he don't drink, he don't smoke. He's, he's nice, still, bro. Yeah. And not that's that you up. you have to be sober to fuck with me. It was just all like, <laughs> I don't like people who are gimmicky. Like That's a real. lot of people, they're not funny. They just have half naked women in the videos. That's true. It's like this is only selling because it's sex. Yeah. But you're not funny. Yeah. No. People are only laughing because they're like, well, I'm buying into the fact that there's women here. So that I guess this is funny. Let's break it down. Funny is authenticity. Right. You cannot be fake funny. It's not funny. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me very uncomfortable. Wow. Or people who are like kind of funny try to force themselves to be funny. Yeah, funnier. Funnier. Yeah. It's all like, bro, stay at your level yeah. of funny. Yeah, and be be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah, just be yourself. Like, And then grow that. I will never, I, I can't, it makes me uncomfortable when people are, don't know who they are. Yeah. Because it's like, me, yeah. I figured me out yeah. and I know you're putting on a front and yeah. it's, it's, it's pissing me off right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, your energy is not, it's, it's inauthentic. It doesn't mesh well with my energy. And you gotta think people, everything is energy, bro. So like, it's literally not, it's incompatible. Yeah. It's like a block and a cylinder. It's like there's, two, there's two no positive mesh. magnets. They not coming together. That's real, man. Yeah, you know what so I'm saying? Let's take that. That's any relationship. Like you have to have compatibility 
energetic compatibility with anyone you're fucking with, especially if you're married. Yeah. So that's just game for everyone about just be aware that you are yourself and that person is themselves. And then make sure that at at their core, those people, who you are, who they are, actually fit together. Right. Because <laughs> something you, you can put, be yourself and, and you, oh, yo, I just don't fuck with you. Right. Man, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, I just don't bro. fuck with you. That's it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not a personal thing. It's just yeah. oil and water. We don't mix. That's it. Yeah. Like, but you, you need oil and you need water in the material universe, bro. Like, I need oil to exist. And you put me on something um, a while ago when yeah. you're just like, yo, beware of people trying to just hop on because they see you popping. Yeah. I had to come to that realization. Though. Oh, when I had that conversation with yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a real oh, that, thing. That was real, bro. Yeah, because it just, something in my universe came up. I was like, I got to holler at my nigga, bro. Like, yeah. That and that's real. why I was like, hot. That's why I posted about it on my story. I was like, bro, I, to me, I'm still me. To other Absolutely. people, they're perceiving me different. Yeah. And of course, I can't control that. It hurts yeah. a little bit, but I'm just all like, oh, no, nah, man. Those I'm like, fuck it, bro. Do what you do, but. Yeah. Don't I'm not the person you're gonna fool being fake to. Oh, absolutely. Not. Like I've literally yeah. the people I hang out with are the same like three, four people I hung out with in high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know who was calling my phone in December, before December, and who wasn't. Yeah. And it's different. Like, I appreciate all the love. I appreciate that. But when it's like you showing love to get something, just to ask yeah. me for some shit, I'm hot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like absolutely. I'll tell you right now, my number one pet peeve right now is just people asking me for shit. I'm I understand. Like, I understand. I'm like, bro, you, you're perceiving me as more popping than I am. Yeah. And one, that's a little leechy. And then two, it's just all like, bro, what? It's, it's, been, it's also, it's inauthentic. It's inauthentic like, as shit. It doesn't, and we, if you're operating from truth, who you are, like that, you sense that shit from the jump, bro. From the jump. You just want something from me. You don't want me to be me. You want something for you. You want to use me. That's it. No one likes that. That's it, bro. Nobody likes that. But the thing is, is all like, I, I'm a very prideful motherfucker. One <laughs> I thing understand. I hate is when people think they're smarter than me. Oh. And I know you're not. Okay. And I have to humble you. Real what made quick. you think of that relative to this, what we're just talking about? Because like, uh, for you to really try and smile in my face oh. is to think I'm dumb enough to believe your sincerity yeah. isn't masked by ulterior motives. Exactly. That's real. You, you feel that. me? That's real. Like, you bro. really think I can't see this? You really think, yeah. I'm you like, think, you think I'm fucking dumb. You think I'm stupid. You think I'm dumb. I can't see what you're doing. Because we've been in, in oh, digital real estate. Oh, man. Yeah. We, we know that all this has a price. Like, bro, if I have a following, you, me shouting you out is clearly going to make you money. Absolutely. What is that called? Advertisements, That's fam. right. Yeah. You think I'm just going to give, give you that? Free promo? I have to just give you for, 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 for what? For what? Remember, talking about there's a, uh, there's a, uh, I think it's Carter One or Carter Two where we, Weezy's like, this this guy nigga talking to me. He's like, I hop on. You listen to Carter One or Carter Two? Come on, bro. Come yeah, on, yeah. But on, he's talking bro. about how end of the day, some dude try to get on on a track and he Weezy ends it with, it's best rapper alive. Yeah. Before best rapper alive and stop, he's like, man, I try to tell y'all, man, like you ain't just gonna come on my shit. This Period. is what I do, come bro. On, bro. This is what I do. On, Fuck out of here. Best rapper alive. Best rapper alive. Yeah, that, that. And that game tight. I'm actually gonna <laughs> download that because Carter that 2 is goaded. Oh, man. But yeah, that's love real that talk, song. bro. I'm all like, yeah. you gotta, you, you think me of all people who's business oriented don't notice right. that you're trying to work. And granted, it's different for like my day ones or like people I fuck with. Exactly. And the thing it's is, different. even with that, I love the FOI layer because it's like, I can't promote everything. That's I right. I can't promote drinking, alcohol, liquor, parties, function, none of that shit. No, bro. 
That's just not our code. Yeah. If you got something well, outside no, no, of it. Let's be more specific. We, it's, it's well, not our code, but yeah, it's against a restrictive law. Yeah. Like, why, that's what I'm we, saying. It's yeah, against our yeah, way. It's against our as yeah. simple as that. Yeah, no, it's against our way. And, and even if you got music, I can't promote that to a certain extent because it's like, what are you talking about in there? That's real. Because it's not just me promoting this. I'm still a part of the nation. That's right. I can't put the nation's name on that. No, sir. And that helps clear a lot of the bullshit. That's also yeah. what I'm thankful for. Yeah. But even still, it's just all like, you know, like if you my bro or whatever and like we cool and like this is something you would have asked me for whether I had a thousand followers or not. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, man. Like serving my boys, I'm like, shit, bro, that ain't shit to me. Like yeah, exactly. you my dog. Like you you help yeah. raise me type well, shit. We, we have currency together. Exactly. We, we have we, we have, have currency. currency. Like, we have currency, bro. It's like I fuck with you. Bro. Like my homie, he yeah. asked me to post something the other day, and you know, I respected the way he came about it. It's my big homie. He was just all like, look, bro, you know, I, I understand if you, you could turn down the favor, no harm loss, but could you pause? It's like shit, yeah, yeah, I got you. But yeah, I understand. I've known him since I was like fucking 13. Yeah, man. like he he damn, he taught me how to talk to women and like things like. I was yeah, like, bro, no, that's my dog. That's my dog. And not in a that's my dog toxic masculinity way. And not yeah. even that. That's a real, whatever. Fuck that term. Yeah, fuck but, that term. Fuck I'm term. glad you said. He that. didn't teach me in in a, in a bitch made way. <laughs> that's much better. He taught me like how to talk to women from an honest, non dirty Mackin standpoint. Because everything we're saying applies to women. Dealing yeah. with women is be, definitely be yourself with them because yeah. they know they know niggas, bro. Like, but that's the cold thing. It's yeah. like you could tell by how a person deals with women if his money's fucked up <laughs> go on with that <laughs> if you can't manage money bro you can't manage women absolutely <sighs> well said you feel me absolutely you, you you broke you all out of ends this and that you yeah. probably deal with women fucked up yeah facts. and even if you got a lot of money coming in but you're fucked up some way either in how you're getting it or how you're managing it yeah. it's gonna show it how you deal with women that's absolutely oh well what about billionaires they all deal with women fucked up yeah they're usually rapists pedophiles something weird absolutely yeah but if somebody's thorough with women they're usually thorough with their money that's right because in order to be thorough with women, you have to be honest with yourself and honest with them. Like, there's no cap with them. They sense everything, bro. If there's a slight semblance of cap, like, they're going to lose their mind and they're going to make your life miserable. Speaking from experience, bro. Come on, man. All, like, I'm realizing, and just quickly, like, with even with my wife, is like, bro, like, our shit's getting better because I'm being honest. I'm telling her. Being I'm, honest. I'm actually telling her how I feel. I'm like, actually, I really fuck with you. Like, I really like with you. Only reason I be resentful is because I'm trying to, I'm trying to match whatever thing you're going through. But you got your own shit. So I'm not gonna love is unconditional, bro. And people it's are unconditional. And unconditional doesn't mean oh I'm a yeah I can love you no matter what from afar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. But um yeah also it's all like to do good legit business and make money you have to be thorough and honest. So Absolutely. if you're thorough and honest like that and you're thorough then you're thorough with women. Absolutely. But if you lie cheat and all this shit with women you probably do the same thing with money. Absolutely. You get what I'm saying? Yes sir. Yeah. That's. Yeah, that's game, bro. Yeah, but it also goes back to what we keep harping on, bro, is be be authentic, man. Be authentic. Be authentic. You don't have to cap to make it. You don't have to lie. You don't have to be unethical to make it. You don't have to not be you to make it. You can make a killing serving your people. Be authentic. Man, no, this is no. I mean, people need to. I need. Well, I need to hear this. Bro, we need to hear this again. Need, we all need to hear it. But it's no, like you know, I'm coming back on. Yeah. We, oh shit, the comments been going crazy. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. Man. Oh yes, shit, Rob. My bad, Rob. I see you, bro. I, y'all haven't been yes, paying attention to the comments. Yes, none. sir. Yes, sir. But um, is that, wait, is that who we were talking about earlier? What did he say? Uh, no, I'm looking at the comments, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, he's I didn't on even, live on Instagram. We'll yeah, I didn't on. even know yeah. people was on it. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, shout out real, real to Rob, bro. Yeah. That's that. So, is, Rob, that, is that your coach? Or? No, no, no. This, oh, um, okay. He's my mentor's son. Yes, sir. So Rob is a good example of the essential podcast, by the way. Essential <laughs> podcast. Yes, sir. Rob's a perfect example of like 
I never really shared too many words with Rob initially, but I always yeah. was just all like, I fuck with Rob. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I fuck with Rob. Yes, sir. And as time went on, I was all like, I gel with Rob. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, Rob a cool dude, man. I fuck with That's Rob. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, anybody, nah. anybody else say anything? Man, shit. Yeah. They, they, I've been ignoring okay. these comments from y'all. Okay. I Any apologize. Qu- yeah, I think, yeah, whatever. Yeah, get through it, man. Because it's like, shit. in the day, it's like, you know, this is game. So it's it's nice to have to relate to our people. That was the other thing we're talking about is um, be authentic, serve your people, and be be relatable where be you can. Relatable. Be relatable. But here's the be thing, relatable. bro. Worry about yeah. being relatable to who you get along with. Here's yeah. the, what I'm... Because that's the thing. It's, it's real. Because let me tell you the secret of real estate. Go you on. just have to consistently look for business. That is it. Yeah. There's no magic sauce. That's it. Understood. Like... They're um, Sharif, man. Brother Sharif, Sharif, Sharif? Yeah. Oh, Sharif just coming. Yes, sir. Yeah. What did he say? Yes, man, sir. He just said, shout out to my brother, Rome Friday. He keeps striving, man. Yes, Salam alaikum, bro. Salam alaikum. <laughs> but like, it's just consistently, bro. Like, yes, and that's what killed me about um, what I thought about real estate. It's yeah, literally just consistency. Yes, sir. Because my broker, he shattered my mentality. He was all like, bro, he told me a story about a dude who was like five foot two white dude, yeah. looked like a clown. Yeah. Went into North Long Beach, made a fortune. This I was right. like, what the fuck? He was like, bro, he just went out there and did it. This shit does not take any superb Understood. amount of talent. It's just literally, if you're out there every day, you're going to run into business. Yeah. You will literally, just because that's the odds, Man. you'll run into it. Yes, sir. After a while, you'll get consistent at being lucky. That's all real estate agents are. He was all like- <laughs> being consistent. He said the lucky. average agent is just consistently getting lucky because they're Ooh. out there. A good agent can manipulate the market. Ah. He was all like, because- Here's a fun fact. Um, 95, about 95% of the market at any one time is not in the real estate market. Yeah. That means they're not buying, selling, or refinancing. Yes, sir. At any point in time, it's usually about 5% of the market that's actually moving. Yes, sir. A good agent builds a relationship with the 95 yeah. and can either make them move into the market or he's positioned for when they move into the market, yeah. he or she. Yeah, yeah. So it's all like, okay, let's say you're not doing anything right now. Yeah. I can just build a relationship staying in touch with you maybe three or four times a year. <sighs> yeah, that's right. I might do that for three or four years. That's something. Right. Who knows what could happen next that's year? Right. You might get a job transfer. Yeah, man. Hey, Rome, you're an agent, right? We have that's a relationship. Right. We have a relationship. Can you help me sell this house? That's right. That's right. It's data. Or boom. It's data. You're like, man, I wanted to wait till next year because I want a higher price. Well, yeah. what's the number you're looking for? Yeah. Well, did you know that it's this number now? That's fine. Yeah. Oh, well, would you move now because you know this number? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's do it. Go. Let's do it. That's manipulating the market. Yeah. But most of us- That's, that's next level game. That's next level. I'm that's not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm just saying that's that's the goal. Yeah, I'm you, at the point where I'm like- But you Yo. have goals. Exactly. Yeah. And in order to get to where you need to go, you have to have steps to get to where you need to go. That's that's a big part of being an entrepreneur. You can't just be willy-nilly entrepreneur. You got to be like, what do I want? Fucking first and foremost to what are the tangible steps I need to get to point Z from point A? What's B, C, D? And another F. thing is, is understanding your bare minimum survival financial needs. <sighs> yes, sir. Because the thing about me is like, okay, granted, I don't have any kids and my yeah. responsibilities are lighter. That's that's on purpose. Yeah. You know, I understand like, all right, bro, I can- Hold you. 30? 28. You're 28. Okay. Yeah, sir. I was oh. like, I know exactly how much I need a month to where I just need to be able to function. Facts. Like my car note, cell phone bill, real estate tools, phone bill. Yeah. And everything else is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. When you handle your necessities, I don't know what it is about this life, but that's just how Allah works. Yeah. He'll always get you through. If you <laughs> ask time. for what you need, you'll have everything you want. Every time. So it's all like having that balance. And that's why like with this social media shit, I don't come on here and flex, bro. Yeah. I used to think people were rich at 10K. <laughs> and if you had 100K somewhere, you're rich. Oh, are you, or also, you, you think people are rich just by being on TV. Because they're on, bro. <laughs> right? You, you remember you used to think that? You would shit yourself if you learned that people get paid about 400 dollars for an appearance sometimes yeah man the real power is leveraging it into a business you have that's the only leverage that's right oh they're on tv okay yeah they're making eight thousand an episode for a 10 episode season right that's right he made 80 grand for the year yeah he is unemployed after that oh man yeah you know what i'm saying yeah it's like that that's when, the reality that's what hits you as an entrepreneur is like bro until you know that there's constant water in the form of currency coming there's yeah. always a drought until you find the next leak that's right so that's why i saw like when i got to like even 10k on instagram i was like bro motherfuckers was walking around with big heads in la because of this yeah like we're, i'm still broke how did, how did that change your it didn't change your material universe right? it didn't it just, do nothing it, just, it changed what it just it's a number on a fucking screen bro. and even that's it. even if it did change my material universe it's not gonna change me but Absolutely. exactly like you said yeah. I, being on the other side of things i was like okay people like to put on and live the cloud up but that's you're right. not rich just because you have a lot of followers absolutely not. you're you're rich when you have money in your account instagram is rich because you have a lot of flowers exactly <laughs> you feel me yes sir like you you bringing in money for them bro and, and you I, trafficking lots of views and money for them and hey, other niggas advertisements for them and yeah. unless you're dipping in the pot as well you're you're just getting played because the only reason i went live today bro not gonna lie just my hurt y'all feelings instagram's running a promotion if i go live today or at one time it's in this promotion for 15 minutes i get 100 bones what i made 100 today just going live oh you're welcome you feel me <laughs> oh yeah you're but that did. was earlier that was earlier today i then i was all like but you see what i'm saying it's good all intel, like bro i very good intel. i think about the bag yes like, sir. i was already popular just for the fuck of it in high school yeah because i was young and it was a thing to do yeah but even then i did it on a business tip because i was like later in life i might need business favors or just resources Thanks, bro and I need to be able to leverage that. Yeah. So I've always thought about the business behind it. That's right. With this social media, once again, I'm like, bro, I am literally here because at some point I know I can spill this over into real estate money. Absolutely. Now, granted, if the opportunities keep calling to like more entertainment, cool, real cool. estate is still going to be right. the leverage point. Because that's the dynasty. That's the kingdom building exactly. right there. And then as of right now, you the plug, bro. It's like, if I need a crib, I'm all, you the, you the plug, bro. Simple as that. I know that. And it was funny because yeah. like- Shabazz I, is the car plug. You real estate plug. I'm the plant plug. Sharif is also the car plug. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Yes, sir. But, Shabazz you know, okay. I had to learn about <laughs> framing the narrative. That's something I have to learn, too. Go on with that. When I first, first realized, okay, I have a big social media following. Yeah. I was just hopping on saying whatever, just having fun on live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I was like, okay, if I entertain certain shit, people will come back with that certain shit. Yeah. I was like, I don't want people to forget I'm a real estate agent because right. then there's a different level of respect that goes out the window. That's right. After I shut down a lot of the BS, I kind of positioned the narrative. The, oh, like, what, what, what do you mean by BS? Like, what's specific? you know, like just hopping around shooting the shit, talking about anything. Like, oh, literally okay. online. Online. Well, okay, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. But then I kind of changed it and even just like my stories yeah. to be like, nah, bro, every day I'm at the office or I'm doing something real estate related. To where people, people see your Instagram and they see the work. Exactly. They see work, they see work. every they day. See they see work. And the work. And, and they're work. like, oh, he's not just a regular funny dude. I respect that. He, he 
And I, I think a lot of the reason people grind with me is because of that. That's right. Like you're like, damn, this dude's not just funny. He's out here trying to get it. He's getting the bag, too. And he's not showing me some false perception like, ooh, he makes funny videos and no. he's living lavish. It's like, no. nah, bro, he's still grinding. That's like, right. This and this seems more real. Yeah, you show the grind. You don't show. I mean, you also show the the, the house you close, the duplex you close. But you show like, yo, I'm just making calls, nigga. Like, this is work. That's it. This is the grind, bro. And that's that's relatable. That's relatable. It's like, oh, I, I work. No and I tell it. people all the time, I like, work. bro, this Funny shit is like literally a hobby. I literally am trying to figure out how to crack billions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I show people like, yo, it's the day in, day out, consistent part. And that's right. I even show y'all when I'm not being consistent because that yeah. holds me a little accountable. You know? That's right. Yeah. It's like, look, bro, I didn't feel like doing this shit today, but that's I had right. to. That's and right. I say that because I had somebody, uh, I think it was my cousin. He was all like, nah, you got to stop telling yourself you don't like it. At one point in my life, I believed that. Another point is you're not going to win if you're fighting your subconscious. Absolutely. No, you will. I can do a lot better, more consistent work if I'm honest about not liking the work I'm doing. Absolutely, bro. if I try to lie to myself, there's this like internal fight where I'm like, Yeah, well, why don't I? You go, you'll go crazy. I've, I've done that before. You go crazy. You feel it's me? Like, you like, oh, I, I hate this shit, but no, I don't. I love it. It's like, <laughs> no. no, I don't and you like You think it. you have to lie to yourself. It's like, no, I don't like this shit, bro. And that's why I said it yeah. the other day. I was like, bro, I'm cool with all the aspects of real estate except the finding lead parts through calling. Yeah, can't I stand that shit. I understand. The second I have enough money to replace myself in that department it's a wrap. i'm gonna be 10 times happier it's a wrap my current goal right now and i'm putting it out there just because like i said i'm no, on my accountability cocky. for me to hold you but the yeah. world to hold you. yeah I'm and on my you're putting shit. that in, yeah, yeah. putting as you should be putting that energy into the universe yeah it's like bro my goal yeah. is literally to pop out x amount of dollars through social media passively yeah so i can use that money to pay somebody to uh replace me for lead generation that's good i literally that's just a good need, goal bro i need x i know the amount in my head it's not crazy it's very that's doable a good goal. i need that because 10 percent of that will go literally yes, to sir. training that person and that's all right. they do is make calls yes sir you make calls, set appointments. I go on appointments and close them, yes, and that's sir. it. So let's build up that YouTube, bro, because as of right now, YouTube is how you monetize oh, yeah. content, bro, straight and, up. And once again, Urban Legend Will Evans, he put me on. He told yes, me, sir. like, yeah, bro. So that's why I've been you know, more YouTube-focused. I yeah. upload all my skits there because YouTube, yes, TikTok didn't change the game so much. Reels yeah. is in response to YouTube. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, TikTok. Yes, sir. TikTok, I mean, YouTube introducing shorts is in response to TikTok. Yes, sir. Everybody's trying to keep up with TikTok because they just came in and shut the scene down. Yeah. My thing is- TikTok shut it down, bro. Someone called like, yeah, TikTok's a strip club, bro. Strip, bro. <laughs> it's a strip club. Bro. But here's the You thing. and I go on TikTok, I'm like, damn, there's a lot right now. Right. Damn. But Woo. the thing is, unless they get bought out by Facebook, yeah. I don't see them lasting. Because what? Who's here that hasn't been bought by Facebook? That's real. <laughs> real bro <laughs> everything has to rise and die vine what happened it was up and then it died is it did it get bought out or it just died i just died <laughs> sure i don't did. know if they got bought out or whatever but i know for sure they just yeah, died vine died yeah. vine died it died it died and then people kind of floated over to instagram yeah was it snapchat that came after Vine? that was kind of like or is it snapchat was around parallel. the same time yeah, yeah. snapchat's the whole thing so yeah. but it was all like okay why did facebook survive because facebook just kept buying people like yeah. instagram is supposed to have been died but facebook is keeping it alive that's right so it's all like you know for me with tiktok i'm like yo i gotta suck this beast for whatever i can Absolutely. while it's motioning yeah and have my brand be free of one platform like yes, i need sir. to be able to say like people will fuck with me as long as i appear yeah your brand's diversified bro when you're diversified your ass is secure yeah right never be overexposed in anything just yeah so, damn i did not read these comments at all y'all yeah. i am so sorry <laughs> i'm i'm like dog i what didn't they, even they got game they got questions um some people asked what tribe i was from i'm Ebo. Oh, yes sir um his bio 
Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, Rob knows me personally, guys. Like, I really fuck with Rob. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Join late. Somebody tell me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> How many people on? Uh, it's just a little bit right now, yes, sir. but yes, sir. yeah, but oh damn, I didn't know people were actually watching and commenting. Damn, damn I'm sorry, y'all. I'm really sorry. Yeah, it got late. As y'all can see, we started vibing. Um, it's content. Yes, sir. Man, yes, sir. This is crazy. These comments are here, bro. Yes, sir. Good. Damn. And see, that's the thing, bro. I'm not yeah. used to the fact that people are like watching what I'm doing. Like, I mean, this is this is now because of your plat. This is a live show, bro. So yeah, you got to treat it accordingly. Well, well not even that. I'm, like I said, I'm still getting adjusted to this whole social media shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I understand. I'm literally used to being just a normal, regular dude who's funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but social media is media, <laughs> and that's what. And the thing is, bro, that's what held me back for so long. I yeah. didn't respect it. Like you have to respect it. And I, yeah, I took me because everyone thinks, oh, it has this flipping attitude. Oh, it's just fuck. It's for the yeah, birds, right? And I'm like, no, it, yeah, yeah, it is, but. It's media. And then birds it is, come with money. Yes, they sure do. And it's Shit. you can't write off media because media is information. Period. Period. It is how people know stuff. Look at it like this, bro. All yeah. wars are started through propaganda. Facts. This is the one propaganda tool that anybody can use. Absolutely. How could you underestimate that? And why would you underestimate it? No, you have to. Because here's my forecast, bro. It's all like, okay, we have A-list celebrities, right? Yeah. Where your household names. This shit has gotten so big, social media, to where... People who are A-list social media stars are creeping into the household name territory. Yeah, man. Because here's what's happening, bro. You got our the people that are older than us, our parents, grandparents, those elders that we know is older than us, like 40 and above or whatever. You know, 45 and up. Let's call it like that. Yeah. Right? They have kids that r- live in the social media age, and they're like, oh, RDC world, that's A-list to me. Yeah. At some point, those people are going to be the homeowners. Mm-hmm. So now everybody they grew up with transfers instantly into the household name territory. Yeah. Or you might transfer there faster because it's like, yo, I seen my kid watching you and I thought you were funny too. Yeah. And you break that barrier. Yeah. So it's like we're at a precipice to where literally social media is going to actually just rival Hollywood. Yeah. Like people are going to be dropping YouTube movies and things like this yeah. outside of Hollywood. It's going to be all like the box office is going to have a problem. Yeah. It's Or... Somebody's gonna be like, I'm popping on this platform and I'm cooler than this person who's an A list celebrity. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, exactly. I got yeah. more pull than you. Not yeah. that I, not, not, that's my forecast. I understand. And I, I agree with it. It's already happening. It's just so, social media represents the decentralization exactly. of media. Just like cryptocurrency represents decentralization of currency. This is the decentralization of media. So 100%. it's just like what is happening right now with these institutions falling and then currencies fall. Like it's just, okay, this is a decentralized world. So what the people who run the show, the financial elite, they're trying to be like, okay, well, we don't like this. How do we still have control. Right. It's all about how do we run shit, right? So now they're going to do it. And it's through vaccines. It's through, it's through everything, right. man. They just want to get people back into ordered groups where they can be controlled. So so it's incumbent upon us who advocate for personal individual autonomy to be really on the forefront of cryptocurrency, on the forefront of social media, and showing people how it can be done responsibly and effectively to build a better world, right? So... It's one thing to say, let's let's build the kingdom. It's one thing to be like, oh, we're building the kingdom. These are the means by which we're doing it, and we're doing it right now. Fuck with us or get out of the way, right? Right. Yeah, so. No, that's 100. Yeah. Well, damn, dog, I didn't know it was 12, 17. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so you know I got to come back, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, man. And the thing is, it's like, bro, like we had, like we said, it's like all we had to do was get here. Bro. And it's like we both got work tomorrow. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man. And we're going to go to work. But like this, we could, I mean, you already know, it's just a, it's a phone call away, bro. But that's the thing. Yeah. And literally, um, I'll, I'll cap it with this. Yeah. Something as simple as putting a date on something, bro. 
is the foundation of everything. Absolutely. Because it's the same thing in real estate. Like, yeah. an appointment isn't official until you put a date and a time on it. Yes, sir. You feel me? Like, we put a date. You gave me a time. You're like, yo, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, I'll be free after this. That's right. And we made it happen. Yeah. And then up, up until then, it's a cap. It's cap, bro. It's cap. I'll tell you this, bro. When I figured that even out- Even for me, even, even I know that when people are trying to finesse me into an appointment, I know, like, if I you don't get me- on anything specific, I ain't gonna, ain't yeah, gonna happen. If bro. you don't put a date on it, bro, it it's, we're just bullshitting. Yeah. When people say, "Hey, bro, I ain't seen you, man. We got to kick it," I'm like, "Yeah, bro, let's okay. link." The second we don't put a date on it, I know yeah. it's not happening. It's not happening. When I figured that out, I was all like, oh, "Okay, that's how you navigate this shit." <laughs> and I use it all the time. Like, yeah. if I don't really want to fuck with you, I'm telling you right now, if you say, "Bro, let's link," I'm like, "Yeah, bro, for sure, hit me." Hit me. That is the polite way of saying no. No, for real. I've used, that. I've used that. If we, because it, because for me to put, I respect my word. If I put a date on it, then it's official. Just like the only reason I'll cancel if I have a legitimate time or excuse, right. and I don't make that a habit. Yeah, but I'll give you four aforementioned time. Yeah, you absolutely. Yeah, but yes, sir. For the most part, bro, if you don't put a date on it, shit's not happening. That's right. Yes, sir. So now we know. Yeah, next time we're gonna make another date. We're gonna do this, but this is this. This was on my calendar. Yeah, like, I had oh, calendar. Oh, damn, yeah. absolutely. I'm I'm flattered. I didn't. I know it was just you were just my mental. I nah. was just like, yeah. I mean, you are my mental, but because because <laughs> the thing is, is like what I learned too is like you can't overload your brain power. Like you got to put shit on paper to free absolutely. up your thought process. Like, absolutely. If you put stuff on a calendar, you're not sitting there juggling your whole schedule anymore. You can breathe and yes, think sir. clearer. You're like, oh, this week That's I got this. You feel me? That's good game. And then shit don't really surprise you. Use a Google Calendar or use. Outlook, what do you use? Fuck all the phone calendars. You need those to sync them up, but yeah. you need to write, like, get a whiteboard like calendar, yes, exactly, sir. like, on the board. Oh, yeah. You can go, yeah. You, you I have to, that for a reason. You need to yes, write sir. it out, say, like, this week yeah. is these, these and that. That way, every day. It's mass. It's mass. That's real. And, and that's, I like that. You're outsourcing brain capacity. Just like, listen, I don't need to think about this. I just look right here. Because like, okay, think about this, it. This, a computer this. or a phone moves slower the, the closer you get to maximum space. Absolutely. So same thing with your brain. If yes, it's sir. always operating at that max space, you're slowing it down. Absolutely. But if you free up space and put it in the cloud, i.e. a handwritten calendar, yeah. it moves smoother. Yes, sir. That's why when you hit me, I was like, bro, I know Wednesday's free because yeah. I've seen my calendar. Yeah. I can just put them on Wednesday. Boom. Yes, sir. There we go. And then I know my little schedule is like my main twos are gym, yeah. prospecting, makes gets. Anything yes, else can happen outside of that. <laughs> Those are good. And we both train, bro. Like, you feel me? Yeah, we both work out. We That's a priority. But because I write that down yeah. and I actually see it, I'm like, I know what I can work with. I that's know right. what my wiggle room is. Yeah, and now you can't imagine. I know when I don't have stuff written down, wait, I, it's harder to wake up to confront the day, exactly. to confront reality. It's very difficult. Because so, you feel been, overwhelmed. It's, over, it's overwhelming. And it's hard to want to confront something that's overwhelming. You're just right. like, oh man, I got personal stuff, I got work stuff, I don't have a plan of action, so I'll just sleep 10 extra minutes. Right. Yeah. Stress so. sleeping. It's stress sleep, so yeah. Talking to myself. Right. I go I go in and out. I go, you know, don't get twisted. I ain't, your boy is not 100%. It's like I get, sometimes I'm on one, sometimes like it's just I'm slipping, bro. I, I went know. to bed. It happens, but the thing is, is release yourself from the guilt and shame exactly. of the thing. Exactly. Don't be ashamed. It's just like, you can't hit a home run after every, every pitch, bro. Oh, like, nah, just like, okay, cool, ain't nothing. Like, wake up, black man let's fucking go Period. i still love you me <laughs> right right it's just and i'm getting better because we're both probably harsh critics like you said harsh critics on ourselves nah, and that's the same conversation yeah, with myself yeah bro it's like nah man you good nigga like look you still look at the work you're doing you good right. bro like you good nigga like don't trip 100 don't trip talking to you talking to me right let's recap like all the bars so yeah we said first thing is be yourself be, be authentic yourself. serve specifically your your people. So serve your people, man. Serve your Take people. Character. Being yourself. Be yourself. Serve yeah. your people. Cause yeah. That's that's who's going to hold you up no matter who tries to throw you back at the ground. Absolutely, bro. And then um, be authentic. Yeah. 
um, relatable, relatable, yeah, be relatable. Also, don't try to you know stop worrying about being liked. <sighs> it, yes, sir. It's okay yeah. to separate from people that you disagree with. Yeah. Like you don't have to and force still them. respect them and still respect and you don't even them. have to hate them. No, don't absolutely have to not. Because no love lost. No, absolutely not. It's like respect the fact that something else exists besides you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want a bunch of niggas like me around, bro. Yeah, like, that'd be boring as fuck. Like, nah, man. I need different I perspective. Yeah, yeah, go do that. Listen to whatever the fuck is polka music, bro. Like, hell yeah, that's what's up. Do your thing. I'm and, not gonna. And go also with you know yourself so you know what you're pursuing. Absolutely. Like not just oh I know myself. I like you know I like mustard. No, nah, I mean like know nah, you know like. You. Know what you like. Somebody told me talent is what you didn't have to be taught how to do. Absolutely. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Know you so you can be you so you can relate to others. And then it's you, everyone relates with authenticity. Exactly. Bro. So be yourself. Accept your own and be yourself. Yes, sir. Is this the one? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, this interview, y'all, um, I got all of it on live, so this is going to go to my Instagram. Oh, dope. Worst case scenario, if that does whatever it does, oh, yeah, I'll send it, it to on, you. Yeah, put it on yeah. your YouTube, put it on my YouTube. Yeah, Easy got call. It, yeah, we got content. Yes, sir. Um, let's close it out in prayer. You yes, want sir. me to do it? You yeah, close it out. Me? Close out. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to pray. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm, 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 I'm going to learn it. Yes, sir. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the most merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. The beneficent, the most merciful, the master of the day of judgment. Thee alone do we serve, thee alone do we beseech for divine aid. Guide us on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Love you, bro. Love you, too. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Ascension, the Lift of God podcast. If you like this episode or are just a fan or longtime listener of this show, please like, subscribe and leave comments for the show on Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast platform. This will give this podcast the clout it deserves and will ensure that the raw, unadulterated content will keep flowing. Peace.